0: Is Free Talk Live. Welcome to the program. The phones are open here. If you want to join us, you can do that. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Chris. We were both at the same place today, Chris, at the uh, the State House. It has been, I think we're probably two or three weeks into the, uh, the House session because New Hampshire... It's a part-time legislature. They're not there all year. They really, they really focus their meetings during the winter when it's sometimes difficult to get there and participate. It's it was a, a wintry day here in New Hampshire, and some people, you know, they have a tough time driving and that sort of thing. We don't, we didn't have any issue, but, uh, but you know, some of the hearings were canceled as a result of that. Really, but some were hmm. not. A lot of times they don't cancel them. They like they usually. If there's a hearing scheduled, it goes on. But every now and then, some committees will cancel out. Yeah, I didn't think the roads were
1: that terrible. They were back They were worse actually coming back. Um, but yeah, you're right about that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so I want to talk about some of those bills coming up here because they were pretty interesting. The ones, we, including one that would completely legalize DMT, dimethyltryptamine, I believe is what that stands for, is a, mm. a short acting or long acting, depending on how you take it. Uh, hallucinogenic and that was a really interesting hearing there were a few others like uh, allowing felons to own guns and uh very interesting things you were there a little earlier in the day than uh, than i was so we could talk about your experience there as well but there was a story last night that i i teased on the air and we never had a chance to get to it, and i think it's a pretty important one uh from our friends down at texit the texas nationalist movement this is the group of uh, people down there in texas who have been doing just an amazing job at uh, just over the last three decades explaining to people why independence is such a good idea and bringing people on board to the point where they are claiming to have a majority of the Texas population almost a super majority of them that they say supports independence for uh, for Texas so from a from a public opinion perspective they're further along it's kind of interesting considering they haven't even been able to get a
1: uh what like a hearing on it
0: right well yeah and that speaks to the difficulty of accessibility as far as the texas political system is concerned their politics their state house that whole system is much more obtuse it's much harder to get involved from the outside if you're not you know, somebody who's on the inside track with the the big parties or whatever. You're not a political, uh, you know, creature. You have no influence in that system if you're not a lobbyist with hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. You basically can't get any play in a system like that.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it, you know, it kind of it um, it actually sort of demonstrates the difference between New Hampshire and Texas. And I think one of, the, one of the things is, you know, one size. But uh, population, um, population. What do you know? What the, uh, I know, it's a lot bigger. I think it's
0: twenty-six million. Yeah, so uh, it's about twenty-six
1: times as big as New Hampshire. So not quite, but uh, well, New uh, one point like four is so. 1, one point. I think it's one point four 1. three. Million. One point four is it? Okay.
0: So no, not. I mean, it wouldn't be twenty-six. Oh, I'm sorry. Update: twenty-nine point five million. Maybe it was. It must have been Florida that was like twenty-one or twenty-six. But uh, Texas, yeah, 30 almost 30 million people living
1: there. It's and one, one thing for sure is they don't have near as much representation no way uh, on a per capita basis
0: as New Hampshire. so yeah, I would have to check on that uh, to see how many they have. But we know it's not as many as, as New Hampshire. No, we've got we know, the largest house in the nation. right New Hampshire has 400 state representatives and, uh, and of course Texas probably gives their state reps like an actual paycheck. Unlike New Hampshire, where it's, you know, a hundred bucks a year plus a small gas stipend. So we got 400 state reps here, which uh, you do the math, it works out to about 3,000 to 3,500 people per state representative. And there's just no other state that has such a small number of people that, the, like, literally, our state rep here in Ward 4 in Keene lives on this street. She came up to me at the <laughs> hearing today. She was in the uh, she was in the criminal justice. She's one of the people sitting on the criminal justice panel. And I'm not uh, sure who you're talking about. Uh, her name uh, is escaping me at the moment, but uh, she's she was on the. She's a young woman that was on the right hand huh. side of the room. She asked some questions uh, today. Oh, I do know who you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, sh- like kind sh- of a young younger uh, yeah, no, young woman. Yeah, yeah, probably in her maybe late thirties or yeah early forties, something like that. Yeah,
1: I don't even know if she was that old.
0: So uh, anyway, so the news out of Texas is very good uh, and a very exciting news from uh, Texas. They are suing Facebook. And if that were the end of the story, that would already be a pretty interesting story. Right. The fact that Texas is going up against one of the largest social media corporations known to man would, would on its own be an interesting news story. But this gets even deeper than just the idea that they're having a spat over who can post on on you know post whatever opinions on Facebook. It actually goes much deeper than that. So I'm gonna share from their website, which is TNM.me, that's the Texas Nationalist Movement. Jody is her name. Just came to me. Jody. Yeah. Uh, Texas Nationalist Movement. They say they're about to make history again. This time they say we are poised to relitigate and destroy one of the worst Supreme Court decisions ever rendered related to the right of self-government, Texas v. White. The Texas Nationalist Movement, TNM, is currently in a legal battle with Meta, that's the parent company of Facebook, over censorship of TNM's content about Texas. This lawsuit to fight for your freedom of speech has has brought to the forefront the issue of Texas's right to self-determination and the preservation of a republican form of government. The TNM is fighting for Texans' right to vote on their political future and reclaiming our right to self-government and self-determination. This is a fundamental right guaranteed to us by the Texas Constitution, specifically Article 1, Section 1 and 2. In its initial filing, Meta's attorneys stated they intend to argue that Texit is unconstitutional. The TNM responded with the following statement, quote, "Meta assumes, without citing any authority, That the court could somehow dismiss this case on the grounds that the democratic process of holding a referendum vote on Texas independence is unlawful. Of course, even if holding such a vote was unlawful, which it is not, there is no provision of HB 20 that would provide a means to dismiss a cause of action on such grounds. In other words, the Texas nationalist movement is arguing that the censorship provisions of HB 20, which is some House bill, there in Texas apply regardless of Facebook's opinion on the matter of secession. Meta then filed a motion to dismiss the suit in which they argued that TNM's complaint failed to allege that Meta lacked the authority to restrict the dissemination of TNM's content on Facebook. So I'm I don't know a lot about this particular court case and I I should have probably pulled that up here, but I suspect it has to do with that Texas law that prohibits facebook and other social media companies from quote-unquote censoring people on its platform yeah
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure that is what they're referencing as well even though i have, i'm not sure what the particular law is
0: i do i did find it here it is the hb20 they're okay. uh, they're referring to here so it was passed in 2021 it became effective as of december of 2021 the law states that quote a social media platform may not censor a user based on the viewpoint of the user or another person. The Texas legislature defined the term censor as to block, ban, remove, deplatform, demonetize, deboost, restrict, deny equal access or visibility to, or otherwise discriminate against expression. Now, we actually talked about these laws on Free Talk Live last night. Uh, The Supreme Court is going to be hearing the case because Florida has a similar law and Texas has this, this one. Uh, which, again, restrict the ability of these platforms to be able to, well, restrict so-called freedom of speech. Now, I actually oppose these laws because I think they are private platforms. I think they, they should be free to restrict whatever... People they want to for whatever purpose they want to. So, like, you, you know, our solution, of course, is start your own platform. Yeah. If you don't like it. And we did. <laughs> and we did. It's, and we did. <laughs> it's social.freetalklive.com. You can go there and you can express yourself on secession or you can be against secession or whatever you want. Um, but that said, uh, if this leads to the potential of overturning Texas v. White, and I'm still not quite sure how they're going to get from this lawsuit over the Texas law the texas statutes to actually overturning texas v white but that's what this article is uh, is going to explain uh the, the, let's see here so meta's motion to dismiss where they argue that tnm's complaint failed to allege that meta lacked the authority to restrict the dissemination of tnm's content on facebook quote this is from meta's motion quote plaintiffs also make clear that the disputed link promotes Texas's secession from the Union—an end that the Supreme Court has said would violate the Constitution. Unquote. This argument is flawed, and an attempt by Meta to invalidate Article One, Section Two of the Texas Constitution and the rights it guarantees to Texans. The T.N.M. looks forward to responding to Meta's arguments and finally putting to bed the myth that states cannot leave the Union. The Supreme Court case, Texas v. White, which we talked about uh, la- I don't know it was last night, but we've talked about recently. This is the key case that any time somebody says to you, oh, you can't secede because the Supreme yeah. Court said so in the 1800s during the Civil War or shortly thereafter. I forget exactly when, but it was a, a Lincoln court. It was under Lincoln. Yeah, it's, it's taken out of context and misleading, but or at least that's how they're using it. Well, the, the wording is very strong-sounding in Texas v. White mm-hmm. when uh, – and I don't have the exact quote here, but it essentially says that the union cannot be dissolved, that the, the union is perpetual. It cannot be I, dissolved. I, don't, I, I, think it's, I think it was – if I recall
1: correctly, I thought it was something more like um, it, it can't be resolved via a certain means. It's, it's not that it can't be re- dissolved. It just oh, can't no. be dissolved. You, you should gay. pull
0: up the quote. It, oh, that's, oh, oh, all right. That quote's from... Uh, or I mean, I'm paraphrasing, I'm sure, but there, the wording of can't be dissolved or whatever. Or yeah. ins, indissolvable I mean, or that, something it, is I think
1: the I think you might be right about the there. quote itself making it sound that way, but I think in context, I don't think that's what what the ruling was or something.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I don't have the actual uh, text here, but uh, if you get a chance, you can you can pull it up. Yeah, I mean, I've looked it at it look.
1: before, which is
0: explicitly because, you know, it sounded like they
1: it might be being taken out of context or misleading or something, and I, I thought it was at the
0: time. Well, normally that's what they bring up. They yeah. bring up mm-hmm. Texas v. White, and the case uh, is what Meta is citing as evidence that Texas is unconstitutional. It's just not good law. The Texas nationalist movement argues that white's reasoning that the preamble to the constitution incorporated the articles of confederation by reference in stating quote to form a more perfect union unquote was rejected in jacobson v commonwealth of massachusetts where the supreme court held the preamble quote has never been regarded as the source of any substantive power conferred on the government of the united states so essentially what they're arguing here is that according to this other court case Texas V. White has already been rejected by the Supreme Court, but now they're looking forward to another opportunity to smack it down mm. uh, even harder. Professor Matt Quatrup of the Coventry University and author of the book "I Want to Break Free: A Practical Guide to Making a New Country," had this to say about the impact that the TNM lawsuit could have on Texas V. White, quote, "From a legal point of view, it's questionable." If Texas v. White would back the Lone Star, or rather block the Lone Star State from seeking independence. For starters, the case was not about independence, but the issue was only mentioned in passing as an obiter, as we call it in the legal profession. Secondly, international legal scholars who have analyzed the case agree it is based on flawed legal arguments. Given that Roe v. Wade was overturned on legal grounds, it would not be too far fetched that SCOTUS could overturn this one, too. This is an opportunity, says TNM, for them to rectify a 155-year-old miscarriage of justice and drive a stake through the heart of Texas v. White. It is our opportunity to respect the original intent of the framers of the U.S. Constitution, honor the sacrifice of the men and women who founded the Republic of Texas, and bring the concept of self-determination into the 21st century in America." We intend to fight for the principle that self-determination and self-government are not judicial questions, but political questions that can only be answered by the people and not the courts. Meta has motioned to transfer the case to a federal court in California, which would force the TNM to seek justice under Texas law in a California court. The TNM believes this is an obvious attempt uh, attempt to silence the voices of Texans and deny us our right to self-determination. We will not back down and will fight for the rights of Texans to have a say in their political future. TNM calls on all Texans to support this fight and join the movement for Texan. Uh, Texit. Together we can take back our rights and secure a bright future for a self-governing, independent Texas. So basically, and by the way, nobody is joining us. Welcome, sir.
2: Ah, thanks. Nobody, yes. Nobody's glad to be here.
0: Good to have you. So we're talking about how Texit is in the midst of a lawsuit with Facebook, a.k.a. Meta, Mm -hmm. where they're um, having a fight over this Texas or regarding this Texas statute that essentially bans Facebook and other social media companies from uh, restricting people's ability to speak on their platforms. Now, as libertarians, we're generally against uh, laws like that, but regardless, it has resulted in an interesting lawsuit here Which may potentially overturn Texas v. White, which is the historic uh, Supreme Court case from the 1800s. I think it was like the 1860s that essentially said that the the union can never be dissolved. And the reason why here is because Facebook has cited Texas v. White in a motion that they've made in the case. Facebook essentially saying that because they're saying Texas nationalist movement is arguing for things that they consider to be illegal or unconstitutional that gives them the right to restrict their posts. Mm. And
2: wow, that's really bizarre because literally any time you're you're trying to legalize something yeah. that thing is almost certainly illegal or you wouldn't be doing it. So, I mean um,
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's it's kind of odd too because like You're not advocating you're not actually advocating for breaking the law unless you're going to admit that we don't have free speech, which is constitutionally protected. So you can advocate for changing the law and that's not breaking the law. That's that's
0: just expressing yourself, which is constitutionally protected. Well, in this case, and again, I haven't read Meta's motion, but they do link to it here. uh, And I will post this article up on our social media so you can dig through this if you want to. Uh, but I I'm, I mean, presumably they're saying that the idea of secession itself is illegal, right? Like that they're not trying to you're not trying to change sure. the law, but with Supreme Court, right. they're saying the Supreme Court said it, blah, blah, blah. The argument's still flawed because we pass unconstitutional laws all the
1: time and you don't remove the people who are advocating for them. It's then up to the Supreme Court mm. or lower courts to, you know, say, hey, these are unconstitutional, Right. Um, and unconstitutional isn't necessarily the same thing as saying it's illegal. It's it's just not valid law. So,
2: yeah, yeah, the uh, that that's really bizarre that they uh, that they would be upset that somebody is trying to change the law because the thing they're trying to legalize is currently illegal. It's And it's kind
1: of more complicated, too, because as I understand it, um, it's not it, it's not that it's illegal for a state to leave. It's more like you need permission of Congress to leave is, is sort of what they said, I, I believe. Um, so it's 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 not
2: there is no mechanism <laughs> in the Constitution by which uh, Congress can. Uh, can kick a state out of the union? Yeah. Uh, either with or without a request. Yeah, right. I mean,
1: well, right. And so you're talking about which is good. We're talking about were, two oh, different okay. things. Yeah, we're just talking about two different things here. One's the Constitution, right? And then one's the interpretation of the Constitution. And the Supreme Court ruling, uh, is an interpretation. And their interpretation, I think, in that ruling, said something like, "You you can't do it. You can't become independent the way in which." You are trying to become independent. It, it wasn't saying you couldn't become independent, and,
0: and and that I think that's a I think it's an important distinction here. Mm-hmm. I say I did find the section here in the motion from Meta. This is in their motion to dismiss the case. It appears on page 18 out of a 38-page motion. It says the complaint, which presumably they're referring to Texas nationalist movement, fails to allege, as it must, that Meta lacked such authorization to restrict dissemination of the TNM link on Facebook. In fact, it uh, repeatedly pleads itself out of court. Plaintiffs claim, for example, that Meta blocked their link from being posted on Facebook as, quote, going against Meta's community standards, unquote, which is just another way of saying that Meta applied its guidelines to restrict plaintiff's content and, quote, attempted to comply with its acceptable use policy, unquote. Plaintiffs also make clear that the disputed link promotes Texas's secession from the union, an end that the Supreme Court has said would violate the Constitution, and then they cite Texas v. White from 1868, quote, consider, so this is a quote from Texas v. White, considered therefore as transactions under the Constitution the ordinance of secession, ellipsis, and all the acts of her legislature intended to give effect to that ordinance were absolutely null, unquote. Describing TNM's primary mission of withdrawal from the United States, under any fair interpretation of the phrase otherwise objectionable, Meta was authorized to keep secessionist content off of its website.
2: See, that is um, really what they should be citing is the Ninth Amendment because um, the... uh, Which does what? uh, The Ninth Amendment is the uh, non-exhaustive method uh, amendment, I call it. Uh, It says the enumeration in this constitution of certain rights should not be held to deny or disparage others retained by the people. Now, that Mm -hmm. retained word is very important because basically it's saying any rights that that you had before the constitution was signed you still have even if those rights didn't make it into the bill of rights Mm -hmm. um so basically the uh the declaration of independence um has it in the second paragraph has its uh, five uh, five self-evident uh, truths that all men are created equal, endowed mm-hmm. by their Creator with certain inalienable rights, um, that governments are formed to defend these rights, and that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it. So if That's we right. had that right in 1776, then we also had that right in 1790, regardless of what uh, the the then current band of criminals wrote on paper.
1: You know, and the other problem I find is, and I don't know what the case is with Texas exactly, but, well, no, I guess it would be sort of be similar with Texas, but... New Hampshire, at least, the Constitution predates the U.S. Constitution. And if our Constitution authorized joining, certainly it authorizes leaving. And so how how does the one – how does the U.S. Supreme Court – I understand that while we are part of that union, we may have to obey uh, the U.S. Constitution, right? But if we want to leave, we should be able to leave and then Indeed. no longer, um, Indeed.
0: you know? Well, And that also comes into play with the, uh, the Tenth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which mm. leaves anything not delegated into the Constitution to the states or the people, right? So if it doesn't say uh, it in the Constitution how to do a thing, then it's to the states. Yes, the
2: for the federal government, all which is not uh, required is forbidden.
0: All right, there's more coming up here in moments. Uh, you can join us, and we'll, uh, we'll talk more about Texit or whatever's on your mind. It's Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. Phones are open. If you want to join the show, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're talking about Texit. The Texas nationalist movement, it is, uh, I would say, a very mature movement uh, in the the world of the independence movements that are out there. New Hampshire is a little on on the newer side of things. We've we've only really been at it for like the last decade, and it's really kicked up into high gear here in New Hampshire within the last year or two. Uh, But uh, TNM has been at it for a long time, Daniel Miller, uh, their president or whatever, You might call him the CEO. Uh, President, apparently, is what they call him. He's been at this since the mid-1990s. I mean, he's literally dedicated the entirety of his basically his adult life to uh, spreading the word about peaceful independence there in Texas. So there's a lot that we can learn from the things that uh, the folks over in Texas have done. They've they've come up with a lot of really good ideas. And uh, in this case, they are in the midst of a lawsuit Which I did pull up a little bit more about the suit itself. So we started out by talking about how this may actually overturn Texas v. White, or it could, right? It just depends on if this makes it up to the Supreme Court. And right now, uh, I don't know if it's... I think it's just in federal court. So it's at the lowest level. This is going to take some time. Uh, It's at the district court level. They're trying to transfer it out of Texas into California for some reason, which seems like a real scummy move to make.
2: Well, they've got... The weakest and most annoying statists there so uh
0: and uh, so there's a little bit more background here on the case itself also from the website at tnm.me back in november uh tnm texas nationalist movement and its president daniel miller have filed a class action lawsuit against facebook's parent company meta for censorship under the new texas anti-censorship law The dispute between TNM and Facebook began when Facebook started banning any posts by TNM or TNM's followers, containing TNM's website link texitnow.org or tnm.me slash texit as, quote, a violation of community standards. This action prevents supporters from sharing texit content on their Facebook pages. Facebook has refused to lift the bans while also refusing to specify how the textitnow.org link violates so-called community standards TNm and T- uh, Daniel Miller filed the lawsuit as representatives of a class of Facebook users who are censored for posting the textitnow.org link totaling roughly 185 individuals and this is typical in these big tech platforms is they don't they ha- hardly ever actually explain what they're doing they want you to know that you're banned from but they don't really want you to know why you've been banned. <laughs> they cite some sort of you know obtuse term in their terms of service or their so-called community standards, but they don't tell you exactly what part of the community standards you violated. Or they might tell you what part they'll you violated. But like in the case of YouTube taking us off from their live streaming platform, which is our current status with them, uh, should be back on in a few days. But they'll say, "Oh yeah, medical misinformation," and they will tell you which day. And which video the medical so called misinformation appeared, but we've got a three hour long video here. You know, this is a three hour <laughs> long show. They don't say it was at the fifteen minute twenty five second mark. No, it's just somewhere in here we said you violated the misinformation, the medical misinformation policy. I mean, and the kind of the funny thing about
1: that is it's like we're not claiming to be doctors, right? We're not claiming nope. to have all the answers. We're just giving an opinion. And there's a big difference between somebody getting on and, I don't know, shilling a medicine that doesn't do anything uh, and claiming to be a doctor when they're not a doctor and giving your opinion of something.
0: Well, as as long as your opinion isn't the government's opinion, then it's quote unquote misinformation. Yeah, that's just crazy. But they won't even tell you which opinion. And we give a lot of opinions yeah. over a three hour long radio show. They won't tell you which opinion it is. So the same thing is what uh, Texas nationalist movement is facing here where they're being told, well, your link violates community standards. Okay, why? They're not explaining it. So, like, how are you supposed to, if you want to use these platforms and you want to follow their rules, but they won't even explain the rules to you, how are you supposed to, like, move forward? And it's really frustrating for people that are uh, that are in these positions. So, instead, they're going ahead and suing, since Facebook wouldn't give them any straight answers, Uh, According to Daniel Miller, their president at TNM, he said, Texit is gaining momentum across our state and Meta is doing everything in its power to stop our movement. We are taking Meta to court to show that their blatant censorship and rejection of state law will not stand in Texas. Texans deserve to have their voices heard whether they support Texit or not. The Texas anti-censorship law passed in 2021 as HB 20 became effective in December of 2021. The law states that, quote, a social media platform may not censor a user based on the viewpoint of the user or another person, unquote. The Texas legislature defined the term censor to block, ban, remove, deplatform, platform demonetize, deboost, restrict, deny equal access or visibility to or otherwise discriminate against expression. Hmm. If a social media platform such as Facebook censors a Texas user because of their own viewpoint or the viewpoint of another, the law entitles the user to an injunction from a Texas court ordering the platform to cease censoring the user. If the platform refuses to comply with the injunction, Chapter 143A provides the court, quote, "...shall hold the social media platform in contempt and shall use all lawful measures to secure immediate compliance with the order, including daily penalties sufficient to secure immediate compliance." So if the court rules in the favor of TNM, then uh, that would mean a daily financial penalty is going to be assessed to Facebook until uh, they they finally allow Texas Nationalist Movement and its supporters to post links to their website. Hmm. And that's where this motion that we discussed earlier comes into play, where Facebook is saying... Well, you guys are doing something unconstitutional, according to the Supreme Court in Texas v. White. They cite Texas v. White. So now that opens up Texas v. White to be an issue in this case. Since Facebook brought it up, well, now we get to argue about that, basically. Now we get to talk about, well, was is Facebook correct when Facebook is saying that secession is unconstitutional per Texas v. White? And... Texas nationalist movement here is saying well no the Texas v White case wasn't even about whether or not Texas could secede uh and I don't have the details on the case in front of me but having looked at it before it was a question about like payments or something like that there was some sort of money that was owed and I I just don't recall to whom or or what it was but the question of secession was relevant to the case But it wasn't like the case itself was all about could a state secede. It was just the judges or the the Lincoln appointed, by the way, judges used this as their platform to be able to say, oh, oh, you can't secede because we think it's an indissolvable union. And so now it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, how this all plays out. The Texas nationalist movement uh, is being represented by attorney Paul Davis, and then they talk a little bit more about their attorneys. They've got their full petition there on their site. So anybody that wants to dig into the legal legalese side of this, they've the, got uh, the response from Facebook or rather the motion from Facebook to dismiss, which, as I said, is a 38-page motion where they cite uh, Texas v. White. And so kudos to the, the guys down in Texas on this one i got to say, they've been doing uh, an incredible job recently at social media. I don't know if you guys have seen their videos uh, that they've been coming out with. Oh, yeah. I did watch one of their videos. These are like minute-long clips where- It wasn't bad. Daniel Miller is. It's kind of done in the phone format, so it's like the vertical video phone format. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's where it's he's just standing in front of a green screen, and behind him there's just relevant video and imagery of the things he's talking about. And he does everything from discuss. uh, You know, it's over. It's a series of them, so they're about a minute long a piece. But he discusses money, uh, and you know how terrible the dollar is, and how it's screwing the uh, the people of Texas. He does one about uh, travel, like the big questions. He's answering a lot of the big objections that people come up with when you talk about independence. Well, we won't be able to travel. We won't be able to leave Texas. So he addresses that one. Uh, He addresses the military. He addresses national debt. He addresses the politicians being scumbags. Uh, I counted at least seven that I found uh, that are really, really good. So they are on their game when it comes to the social media right now. And I hope that we can see New Hampshire step up and get to this level that they're doing there in Texas. I don't think it would cost that much. I've approached Joa, who is our Thursday night, one of our Thursday night hosts. He's got the he's got the chops to do like the the graphics on videos. Like I can edit a video together, but I don't know how to do like the fancy you know motion animated graphics that that kind of thing. Oh but, yeah, but he does, and uh, so I've asked him like what it would cost to. Put together a New Hampshire version where we might have like Alu Axelman doing something in front of a green screen and just kind of writing similar scripts and just just ape what they're doing down there in Texas because they are having uh, tremendous results at least according to the uh, Survey USA poll, which they also cite in one of their videos where they I think they said it was like sixty plus percent of Texans are currently uh, supportive of Texas being an independent nation. Mm. Mm. They're That's doing something nice. right. More than twice what uh, New Hampshire has. Mm-hmm. And New Hampshire is twenty nine percent in uh, the very same survey. You're saying they're doing something right. They're obviously doing something right.
1: Um, now it could also be. It, I'm sure it's also helpful that you know they've had. I mean, there's there's a there's, there's a history, yeah. yeah. I mean, there I mean, it goes back even more than three decades. Though, um, there's a history of like independence with Texas that everybody knows about, even if you're not Texan. Um, so it's true,
0: yeah. That doesn't hurt. Let's go to the phones here. We got somebody on the line, uh, caller. You're on the air. What's your name? Yeah, this is uh, Jim calling from Daytona Beach. Jim, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Yeah. So hey, so I've been listening for a number of years,
3: Thanks. and the one thing that Ian, I'm confused about your position. On social media because and, and maybe you've um you know transformed your position uh, migrated to a new position but historically you would always shut people down and say well these are private companies they can do what they want yeah. find a different platform somebody else can find another platform that's still so, my position case, well yeah but but that's just not a, a position based on reality when you look at for example what happened to parlor how all of a sudden amazon steps in shuts off their servers then you've got the two, uh, you know, powers that be, Apple and Google, turn off their app in the App mm. Store, and now we find out from Elon Musk that really the government is running these handful of companies that control the entire internet. So I'm just confused because if you're truly a libertarian, why do you not see that these handful of companies are not just monopolies, but they are shadows of the government controlling? Our only access, I mean, the internet was once the Wild West. Anybody could have a website. Anybody could have a blog. But now you have these you still handful can. of companies that are, these handful of companies control the traffic on the internet. Okay, but and you're,
0: they're, they're you're not quite correct the on what you're saying here, Jim. What? You could what? still have your own blog. I've got mine. I, I am curious. What right. companies are we talking about right. specifically? No because... go
3: to your blog. No one goes to your blog unless it ranks in Google. And that is rigged. And they won't tell you what the algorithm is, they won't tell you if they shut off your site or derank it or delist it or take you off of YouTube. They won't give you the reason why. And the reason why is because I don't even think it's a, it's a private company decision. I, as Musk hmm. has uh, unveiled, uh, the government is running these companies. The intelligence community is running these companies. So what you have here is the complete loss of freedom of speech, not because these are private companies that have a right to be private companies, but they're infiltrated by the government. So, if you're an anarchist or if you're a libertarian, you should be, uh, you know, empowering people to sue and to pursue these companies uh, to get get the government involved to try to, you know, at least. Expose, why would the
0: same like, government, the that, government that has taken to, over? Just explain to me why you think the same government that has taken over in your mind the operation of these websites or heavily influencing them. And you're right about the Twitter files, and I, I don't yeah. deny what you're saying. We've talked about those things, but why do you think right. they would well, help you with their the courts? State, I'm
3: talking about the state governments. So you have a state like you have Florida and you have Ron DeSantis, you have Texas and you have Abbott. These these governors are doing what they can to go after the social media companies. I'm just saying it would be a more legitimate libertarian position instead of saying oh well you know parlor's been shut down amazon's servers shut them down and the two app stores shut them down well we can just start another company that's not realistic because Uh, there's a handful of these companies (laughs) that control the entire market uh, let, and, and you, you can't just start another. All right, Jim, team.
1: hold on, man. You've been ranting for a while yeah, here. L- I think Chris l- l- wants l- to Let me say something real quick. So first of all, that's not true. Okay? Parler was a centralized service. Okay? There are federated solutions and in, in, and some of these are are somewhat in their infancy but there are federated solutions with thousands of different, uh, different entities and individuals running servers um, of which are not and Mastodon is a perfect example and we in fact did that. We uh, Free Talk Live, we've got our own Mastodon server and anybody can sign up to it and um it, and, and if, if we if we were to censor you you could go to a twitter. different server and you'd still be able to what's, communicate what's the market share of mastodon compared to twitter well it's been growing that's the point that i'm making well, right no, like what is it's it one percent it, 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 it doesn't it matter 10%? it doesn't it doesn't matter
2: there's it does matter there's no way of really doing that these, math because twitter doesn't know how many the internet so Jim,
0: i'm sorry uh nobody's trying to talk to you here. okay
2: there's really no way to do the math on how many users there are because i mean twitter doesn't even know how many actual users they have yes that's but right But then when you go out into mastodon suddenly there's thousands of servers out there um Many users probably have accounts on more than one. I have an account on Liberdon and I have mm-hmm. one on um on the LRN.fm server. So there's really no way to know what the market share of what their market share?
1: Yeah. Be. A company like Twitter has been around a lot longer is going to have more uh, abandoned accounts than something like Mastodon probably um, just because of the amount of time that, you know, and the bots, the right, bots are right, a huge right, question. Right. Well, right. Well, and and that's not going to have, you're not going to have it, that with a newer platform. So isn't
3: it, isn't it a more realistic position to admit that these handful of companies control the internet and that it's it, not just set up your own website or blog to compete with them that there there has to be some type of activism to go after the monopoly Okay, that is, sure, but you know, it's, it's not, not long bad. term. That a monopoly
0: is a entities. Jim, a monopoly is a company that has a total market uh control of whatever given industry. So what you're describing might be best described as an oligopoly where there are multiple uh big mm. corporations. You mentioned Amazon, you mentioned no, uh, Facebook. I would
3: say monopoly because they all have their own unique niche. So there's one Twitter, there's one Facebook, there's one YouTube. Mm there's one google search
0: that's pretty that's pretty ridiculous
3: for for Mm iphone there's a ton of competition yeah let let
1: me let me point something out to you uh here so okay so let's take facebook as an example right so facebook i don't think you can say it has a a monopoly on social uh social media anyway but let's just assume for a moment they have a monopoly on i don't know something that a certain type of social media right um, well, we've had other things before over the past two decades. We had GeoCities originally, then we had MySpace, and there was probably some others in there too. And now we have Facebook, but Facebook is on the decline. I mean, yes. I, you know, this is something that I'm 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 highly skeptical of as far as calling well, why it. Why aren't there ten Facebooks? Why can I go to the grocery store and there are ten different brands? You can before, go to VK if you want; it looks just Facebook. like Facebook. There are. You're just not aware or familiar with them. Um, but there are other countries that have, you know. Certain certain platforms are. You're right. They're dominate. They have a. They have a. They have a large market. A uh, large market share. I guess you could sort of say. Um. Say in the United States, but like Google. Google might be a good example of this. So Google has a large market share in the United States and Germany. I think it is, but it doesn't have the same market share in most other countries. Hmm. Um. And so like we see them as a monopoly, but they're not. They don't quite have the monopoly that we
0: perceive them to have in the United States. They have a large share of the market, no doubt about right. it. Uh, and to some extent, that was earned. I mean, as as I said the other day, I don't like Google. I'm not a fan of uh, the fact that they want to own all your data, and you know we're we're big critics of a lot of these companies that you're mentioning on the show here tonight. Uh, but that said I've been trying to use the brave search because it's supposedly more you know privacy uh, friendly and there's a lot of times where I'll start with brave <laughs> and I'll take the same search over to Google and I'll get what I was looking for and, right there and I mean, think
1: I think Ian you're you're talking about a very specific problem that I think is much more significant than you know you know Facebook I mean you could easily get away without Facebook mm-hmm. but how do you get away without Google without a search That's a Google search I'm talking yeah. about specifically yeah. I can get away without YouTube but I, can I get away without a Google search I mean, it's really, really difficult. It's
0: because it's a good right, search. At point, yeah.
3: At, at what point, gentlemen, did these services become public utilities? Never. If I'm talking to you on the phone, mm. and someone doesn't like what I'm saying. They can't shut off my phone because it's a utility. Mm. These services have become. I mean, so many sites you log in with your Facebook
0: password. So you maybe you do. Facebook I don't even have a Facebook and account. <laughs> That's your fault man for being lazy and not signing up for a separate account. Right. I mean sometimes it's up to
1: you know it, this is the thing it's like it's easy it's easy to attack others um and it's a lot harder to actually change to, to make the change yourself. Make the change yourself and then your your position I think is a lot stronger but
3: then. Look I'll just close with this last question. I don't know how you could be an anarchist an anarchist and be supporting these companies. These We're companies not supporting the them. These are hmm. these companies are the U.S. government. If you don't know that, you're just not reading. Jim, I, what's I just don't understand. Here. I
0: don't want you to leave. I don't want you to leave the conversation if you've got time to keep this going because it what you're saying to me. And correct me if I'm wrong on this. You're saying these companies are the U.S. government. So therefore, we need to use the U.S. government, the very same organization no. that is the problem, no. to somehow solve this problem. No, no, not the US government. I, I don't think the federal government will, will
3: go after itself, but I do think the states can go after them and I do think lawsuits in state courts can expose this. And I think for example, what Elon Musk has done, I am shocked that the media is not covering these Twitter files uh, news drops. This is
2: probably Oh the the biggest me- the, scandal the the in my radio life. and I, TV media old
3: me- man this, these stories are the biggest. Did we not cover them?
1: News. Stories we've been covering the hell out of those. Yeah, right time. I, I, I've co- seen. I've seen it on in multiple outlets. We've I don't, covered a ton of it. Yeah, um, I'm not entirely sure what you mean by nobody's so covered much, it. We've covered it so I mean, much, I'm
0: actually tired of being, it.
3: Why? Why is this not being covered like Watergate? Why isn't it on the front page of the newspapers?
2: Because why is, the, why you the you ma- because the, the mainstream radio and TV website. media is owned even more thoroughly. Then Facebook and Twitter, they don't, you can't even operate a TV station without a license. You can't even operate a a radio station without a license. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing in the First Amendment that authorizes that. So, you know, it's, it's, and, and there's, there's no transparency with the mainstream, uh, media. If you post something to Twitter and it disappears, you might notice it disappears, but there's no way to know what they're doing at the at the radio and TV stations because... Right.
3: Well, can you tell me... No, nobody, can you tell me... You're a smart guy. Can you give me one example in your lifetime of a scandal this big where we now know that the intelligence communities have been funding hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to these five or six companies that control the internet and, and, and it's now exposed that that has been what is happening. Uh, I don't see the outrage for this. I mean, well, can you basically we woke up one day and it was, it was common knowledge that all of our news sources this, were being funded by this, the government. I mean, this is what has come out in the last six weeks. This isn't as new yes. as you think it, it is. Question basically. For okay.
2: Um, Uh, My view of of the whole thing is that uh, Facebook, Twitter, Google, the ones that we know are uh, playing ball with the government, I personally think they should be treated like snitches, Um, which basically means uh, you might not do them any violence, (laughs) but... um, Oh, gee, do I owe you some money, Facebook? I don't think I care to pay that. Have a nice day. Go away. Mm. Um, And, uh, you know, you could swat their headquarters if you wanted to, but that's probably...
1: I don't uh, think that's a that's a I mean, solution probably there,
2: a bad plan but
1: there are free market solutions to these problems too. I mean we don't have to use Facebook. I have never mm-hmm. signed up for Facebook, but I know more people who have gotten off of Facebook than I know who have never used Facebook.
0: Well that's the thing that really disturbs me about this call uh, and, and what Jim is is Advocating here is what we've heard before. We used to have uh, Chris Cantwell on the show making the same exact point that the government needs to control these entities. Uh, Jim, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I would say
2: the government needs to stop controlling these entities. Uh, uh, And I want to continue. But I don't know how to make that happen.
0: I want to continue the discussion here because I think there's a really. Uh, You're opening up Pandora's box if you use the government to force these companies to behave the way that you want to as a so-called free-market conservative, which a lot of conservatives like to imagine themselves (laughs) as. There's more coming up here. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160 as we kick off the second hour of the show. Uh, the phones are open, of course. We were just talking about a very interesting subject, and thank you to Jim from uh, Daytona Beach for calling in about it. And I want to continue that discussion here, and of course the phones are open, at 603-283-6160. Uh, with you tonight, it's Ian. Nobody. And Chris. So what started this, uh, what, I think what it was that inspired Jim to call in was we were talking about the Texas law that supposedly forces Facebook to not discriminate against users' opinions uh, and you know not censor them is the intention of that law. That's uh, They're being sued by the Texas nationalist movement, who I like. I like the Texas nationalist movement a lot. I like what they're doing down there. I think they're the probably the most successful as far as popularity goes. Uh, as far as uh, secessionist movements, I think New Hampshire's a little further along on the political spectrum as far as like getting things done in the state house. Oh, for sure. So like we're 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 having a nice nice friendly competition with uh, the Texas nationalist movement. So I think there's a lot that we can learn from them. But it brought up the issue of this law in Texas, and there's a similar one in Florida, apparently. Uh, where the state is saying, Facebook, if you want to have our users on your platform, and this also would apply to other big tech companies, then you must not discriminate against their opinions. Essentially, that's that's what it says. Otherwise, they'll potentially hit them with a fine, uh, and you know for every day that the discrimination goes on. And then Jim called in to say, "Oh, well, you guys say you're anarchists. Personally, I don't use that term. I use the term voluntarist. Mm-hmm. I like that term a lot better. Yeah, but definitely. I think I think nobody probably uses the term." Uh, anarchist are you still using that one
2: uh yeah i yeah. use anarchist i also use libertarian mm. me too uh and so he says well if
0: you're an anarchist how come you don't support suing these people with the the, the state courts
1: anarchists like, <laughs> that's well, not what an anarchist
0: would do anyway <laughs> if you're a conservative which i I presume Jim was coming from a sort of a conservative-sounding uh, perspective. He certainly was echoing all their talking points. He was talking highly about mm. Ron DeSantis and the, the Texas Governor Abbott as these, these saviors, these heroes that are going to save us from Google and Facebook and the like. And the solution to these people is not to do your own thing, is not to start your own platform, is not to compete With the the powers that be, but to use the other powers that be, who are also pretty much the same powers that be, to somehow crush the powers that be into working the way that you want them to instead of just going out there and creating the alternative.
2: You, you know, it's well if you can get two of your enemies to fight, that's always a win.
0: You know what's interesting though? Is, sure, but I, you just, that still doesn't give you the alternative, there, right? There is right. something you can do uh, liber,
1: like libertarian or voluntarist or whatever from a government perspective, I think in this kind of uh, situation and it's not, it doesn't require the use of violence on anybody. It simply requires the defunding of uh you know the company i mean okay so sort of um so i don't know you can go back in time and like defund google from its original you know you know cia investment right that they put it into it or government investment however they did you could ask vermin supreme he
0: might be able to okay
1: (laughs) um he says he's a time traveler but uh right (laughs) but in the real world here um we can we can dissolve or defu- or stop funding, you know, companies, startups. Sure. And right know, now, today. Right. right. So, yeah. going forward, we don't have mm-hmm. to fund the next startup that becomes Google. Um and and, and I mean that the government, right? The government mm-hmm. or through through theft, right? Through taxing us, um the citizenry.
2: But if somebody doesn't um I mean if there's no money flowing into them, they can't develop anything. Um well, they I mean, they might be able to, they just would have to
0: use the free market to achieve their objectives. Well they might get government mm. money. You know, sometimes that happens. Well really. isn't that what no, they're about? But not. if they get
2: if they got government money they would probably end up in exactly the same position because I'm guessing that the government is not going to hand over the money unless you're willing to do their bidding. Right. Um, I th-
0: I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about Google and, and Facebook. Like, they- <laughs> Yeah.
2: So Google and I mean, I don't know. Specifically he, he was which talking about but- the possibilities for startups mm, okay. today.
1: Right. So so the problem is, OK, so backing up a moment, let's talk about what and maybe I'm not fully understanding what happened here recently that was revealed. But as I understand it, um. This is not really that new either what was revealed, I don't believe. Um but You're talking about Twitter files? Yeah. Um basically the government, the US government has secretly funded a lot of companies, technology companies, sure. in their early years, um which gave them advantages around the world, really, which the is CIA's what, been doing that right, for a long right. time, right? Um so this is not really that this, I mean I know we say is this is like been revealed with the Twitter files, right? But it's not mm. really that revolutionary in terms of what we knew um, I mean maybe we have more evidence well, of it. We had but,
0: an idea of what was going on, but now right. you have like actual emails between FBI agents and and Twitter people. Like right. it's all right. out there.
1: Exactly. Now. Yep. 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 So sure. Mm-hmm. Um so um Yeah, I mean so I mean, yeah, I mean I, I think just I think uh not doing that, right? Like like having our government not do those things. Well, you won't be right? able to
0: tell the CIA what you don't want them to do, so that's not an option. You well, don't have the option of just telling the government to behave okay. differently. That's, that's fair. You enough.
2: can tell them to; they I, just that's won't, they won't, they won't it. do it. But do I mean, I, I guess what I'm trying
1: to say is that it's better to if you're going to work at, if you're going to work from a from at a level of government, right? If we're going to talk about the government and what we can do government-wise without mm-hmm. volu- without violating you know fundamental principles, I think we'd be better off focusing on disillusion of the cia we're reducing their funding than focusing luck, on man. outlawing <laughs> look i'm not saying i'm not None saying of these gonna, are, are viable no, options i i think you're right you're you're right on that but um to the degree that we're you know you're going to try and you know
0: push something i i think i think the You were better off with your first answer, which is you push the alternatives. You make the alternatives, and then you push the alternatives. That's what I'm proposing, and that's that's normally what you focus on. We're not going to change the federal government. We know that. That's why we're trying to 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 declare independence from them because we know there's no hope. There's no electing your way out of this problem. But I want to give Jim credit for being correct about some of the problems. Right? Like he gave the example of the Google App Store and the iPhone. Oh yeah. Uh, These are walled gardens essentially. That is very difficult to operate outside of if you're on an iphone you are you cannot operate outside of uh the apple app store if you're on an android phone you do have some alternatives there is f droid which is this sort of independent open source uh program alternative that you can download alongside or instead of the google play store and then you get all open source software through f droid and much of which does a lot of the same stuff that you would get through uh the sort of the google channel so at least there is that Option, uh, and of course, for those that want to go a little more hardcore, you can replace the Google software on your phone. That takes a little, a few more steps, but the average user can download a F-Droid tonight, right? Like the, any yeah. anybody with a Google phone can can go and explore yeah, that. Installing F-Droid is super easy.
1: Um, right? It's it's more it's more replacing the whole Android. It's it's more like the the higher. So so the problem with Android isn't really at the lower levels; it's at the higher levels. It's the applications that Google makes manufacturers install on top of android in order to license android Mm -hmm. but if you don't want to license those components those top level components like the google play store as an example you don't technically have
0: to the problem is that it's hard to undo it it takes some steps you gotta you gotta get a little geeky uh, with the phone or know somebody who 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 can i I don't want to go too far off into the technicals but that is at least an option but and the there, frustration there is real. There are companies out there that will sell you
1: that, right? It's, sure. It's, they're not a lot, and most of them are pretty small. But you can get that without jumping without having through to do a lot steps. of technical stuff. But, True. Yeah, but it does It does require a little bit of effort on the user's part in that you have to go and seek that out.
0: Well, right. And the, these mega corporations, they... They profit because they make things easy, right? Google made email really easy, so a bunch oh, of yeah. people joined their email servers, and then they mined your data, and then they sold it, and and now you're hooked on it, right? It's like, another one I've never used. So, but he he does identify a lot of the problems. I mean, the Play Store and the App Store, their dominance is a huge problem. There's no doubt about that. Amazon, AWS, or Amazon hosting mm. is a huge problem. Having all of the these you know big corporations providing these services that so many people are reliant on is a real issue if you have some sort of controversial website and you're hosting it through amazon and they decide like we've got cell 411 it's still being hosted through uh through amazon right now that's how we inherited that uh, situation it hasn't been changed yet um and if they decided that they you know got a hair up their butt about cell 411 they just want to take that site down they would just terminate you know whatever contract that we have with them and that would be the end of it uh, so like having mm. decentralizing off of these things is our solution to this because despite what Jim says, you still can run your own server. Despite what Jim says, there mm. are more options for hosting out there. If you don't want to just do it yourself out of your own home with a fiber connection or something, you can hire a ton of other options besides Amazon. Yeah. To do this.
2: I, you know, it I, seems like what's, what's needed is, um, some more underground um social media options. What do you mean because, by underground? Um well, for example, imagine if you were running a uh website similar to Facebook, but you were running it across Tor. Okay. Um so they don't necessarily uh they don't know who owns that uh that Website. They don't know what corporation you are. They can't call. They can't subpoena you to go testify in front of Congress and get threatened because mm-hmm. they don't know who you are. I mean, um, some of
1: this exists or can be done already. I think um, it just isn't. But is anyone doing it? it, it yes, it I'm pretty sure that there somewhat. is. Some I mean, people are people doing it? But I haven't seen it. For yeah. a second.
2: Yeah. For for example, you could have a. Uh, a torrified mastodon mm, on mm. your uh, on your home computer and and just hit it hit localhost from a web browser um But doesn't
0: Tor take it out of the hands of the average user, or is Tor finally to the point where somebody can just download the Tor browser and be pretty confident? Uh, I mean, if you're Uh, going to be running a Mastodon server, you've got to be pretty technical to begin with. No, I mean, as far as the users. I'm talking about the users. I'm talking about the, the visitors to the site. I mean, has Tor gotten to the point where it's a household name? Uh, or it, it's it, not. I I think there's a lot
1: of people who know what Tor is mm-hmm. just because of you know Silk Road, right? I mean that's what made it famous. Mm. Um. So um. I don't think that's so much the issue. It's okay. um. It's, it, it does require a little bit more skill to set up a instance of Mastodon or some to run similar the server uh, a yeah. behind Tor. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm guessing that would protect the server. What you're saying, and, and this is what would happen, is it would potentially protect the person running the server. So maybe they don't have to moderate, you know, uh as much or something along those lines. Um I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not sure that you know, I mean that's certainly probably would be good to have more of that happening, but it you know, Mastodon is already federated. So it's harder to take out mastodon as a tool Mm -hmm. you know regardless because
0: you know there's servers all all over the world um so well i think like i said jim is is correct about the problems but he's wrong about the solution the problem there is a problem with big tech there is a problem with tech centralization and government control and influence and money and graft and you know all kinds of those are real problems. but the libertarian solution is not to sue your way yeah. into forcing companies to behave the way that you want them to that that is so dangerous because you know these conservatives they want you to believe that they have some sort of free market principles and it's a total load because if it was if it was conservatives, who you you know, if the shoe was on the other foot and if it was conservatives who owned Facebook and Twitter and they were restricting the access of the liberals to their sites. You would not be hearing the same thing from the conservatives. It could, then, the, then it would be the <laughs> yep. liberals who would be saying, well, we need to sue our way. Get freedom of speech on this here uh, Facebook run by, you know, you fill in the blank, uh, Rush Limbaugh or whatever. Rush Limbaugh is now, I know he's dead, but uh, it's the first conservative that came to mind. Rush Limbaugh owns Facebook. They would want to sue their way onto the site, and then the conservatives would be howling about private property. So it would be the complete opposite situation. These people don't have a principle to, to stand on
1: yeah you know something else i want to say is it's you know I, I i'm constantly hearing people say oh that's impossible and it it's it's often it's not it's not impossible like, to compete like, you mean y- or like for example we're, when we're talking about like uh, monopoly right you mm-hmm. know how amazon's a monopoly or you know except whatever, it's right? not it's not but um you know it's I run. I have a company, and we run everything ourselves. And I'm, I'm constantly hearing people say things like Amazon's a monopoly, or you have to use Google uh, for email or whatever because they're a monopoly. Or and again, they're not. But no, nope. and it, it's not true. Sometimes things are a little bit more difficult to set up. It might cost three times as much, mm-hmm. but in to, to set up. But that doesn't mean it costs three times as much to run. It might cost a third what it costs to run over the long haul.
2: Mm-hmm. And the um, thing that makes it difficult, though, and I think this is where Ian uh is right is for normal users going from twitter to uh to mastodon is a big change it is it is,
0: it is. Well, um, anybody changing a habit is always a big change yeah right whatever that habit is
2: yeah
1: and it, it certainly it is more difficult in some respects to move from you know twitter to mastodon when people aren't all, there aren't as many people on Mastodon by comparison, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but those numbers have been growing over the years, and there's a lot of people on Mastodon these there days are, but l- look, There are issues to what it was a couple okay, of years ago.
0: Let's not pretend like there aren't issues. Sure, but there they, are. I did see, so Mastodon got a lot of attention after Elon Musk took over Twitter. There were a lot of uh, stories that were published about Mastodon. It got a lot of media attention, and people were trying it. And they have some critiques that are not incorrect one of the main critiques that i saw leveled against mastodon is you don't have the ability to just go to the search bar and type in somebody's name it'll find that person if it's on the same server if that person's on the same server with you yeah but if i'm on some other mastodon and i go type in mr penguin which is your username on Mm -hmm. social.freetalklive.com chris it's not going to find you it's not going to come up with every instance of a Mister Penguin on every other Mastodon server, which would be nice yeah. if it did. But mm. at this point in time, it doesn't. Whereas with Twitter, it searches the whole database and it's going to show me everybody with Mister Penguin in their in their username. So there, if they feel like there are some benefits to centralization, right? Like de- decentralization, we're big fans mm. of here on Free Talk Live. But sometimes centralization has some some ups.
2: Yeah. And well, it, centralization and decentralization have. Uh, have sweet spots yeah. and and local minima and maxima. For example, if I if if somebody said, "Hey, I want to solve that problem that that Ian was just talking about with the search engines." Well, the nice thing is I I don't need to to rewrite all of Mastodon. What I need to do is find out how to map uh the topology of of the mastodon networks (laughs) Mm -hmm. and how to hit a mastodon server and get a list of usernames and and then i can have basically a a a a a a search engine for mastodon it could be done it it could definitely it's actually already been done done. it's already been done
1: yeah so that that situation with mastodon is a little complicated because it's Federated, rated mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, there are certain people it's going to attract and certain people is going to be how do I say this it's going to be undesirable for certain other people which is going to make it harder to attract more people and basically it was removed for that reason so it may come back at some point you're saying this feature was was did exist yeah the search, search the search, the search for that you're talking about yep huh. um, but it was removed because of it wasn't KKK people but let's use them as an example. If the KKK people all moved to Mastodon in its early days, right? Mm-hmm. Because they had no other place to go, and then you joined and you were a socialist or you were a libertarian or you were, you know, somebody else, right? You you may you may not want to stick stick around, but by not knowing about people who are on other servers, on other Mastodon servers you see you you, what end you up, don't know can't hurt you
0: yeah kind of um it, it ends up you end up with more uh but if you're diversity. not searching for hitler or whatever then you're probably not going to find those people right but you know mussolini or fascist or I whatever you would search so for there for was nazi
1: I, I think it had to do with messages and posts that were being made so it wasn't just names mm-hmm. it wasn't just people's names right mm-hmm. so it was it was a little bit more than what you're what you're talking about. Well,
0: either. anyway, my point was it's got issues, and that's one thing that has you know turned some people off from it, I, and I don't blame them yeah. for that. Uh, but the, still, the point is that it is not a monopoly. Twitter isn't a monopoly. Facebook isn't a, isn't a monopoly. There are people that are doing things that are similar out there. All you have to do is either look for them or be willing to start your own and and stick to it. The whole idea that you're going to be able to sue your way to the uh social media promise land is complete fantasy and it's just going to bog you down in courts for years and cost you i don't know hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars yeah now, you
2: might be able to do to to have some success using the courts if you think outside the box for example um find somebody who's a disbarred lawyer or a skilled paralegal and get them to, uh, to set up the lawsuit as a PDF form. So anyone so else that can. So finally- anybody who wants to can download the paperwork, fill in their name and email address, and then send it into their local court. Well, Facebook has to deal with that and they have to deal with that using a lawyer that they're paying hundreds of dollars an hour. So if I sure. can spend. 20 bucks in an hour of my time and make them spend a thousand dollars defending themselves, then, then that, that would, would probably be, uh, some progress. But the problem is, I mean, you, you can't just, uh, even, even if you sued them and you got them to, to stop doing mm. some particular thing You know, you've spent 5, 10, 15 years on this, Mm -hmm. and all they have to do is change their behavior very slightly. So they're not, they're not technically breaking the court order. They're just doing something very similar that has more or less the same effect. And then you've got to devote another 15 years to lawsuits. No one has that kind of time. Ain't nobody got
0: time for that. So what if instead, so let's say, let's say that, uh, whatever Texas nationalist movement or whatever is, is successful in are man. They managed to get a court injunction against Facebook that says, if you don't allow TNM's links from users in Texas, then you're going to get hit with a hundred thousand dollar a day. Fine. Hmm. What is to stop Facebook besides another law from just saying, you know what? We didn't really need Texas anyway. Banned anyone from Texas, you're not welcome on our site anymore. No one from Texas is going to be. We're leaving the Texas market. If we have any offices in Texas, we're closing them, them down. Say goodbye, Florida. We're out. The other 48 states, you guys yeah. are
2: welcome. What's the population of Texas and 29 Florida? 29 million and 21, so it's, it's, I think. That's pretty so big. Almost
0: but 50 million 29 people.
2: 29 and 21, so that's 50. Maybe there's 30 in New York. Um, The thing is, most of the population of of the United States is in a few states. Mm -hmm. So uh, eventually they're they're, um, they might well uh, if if the states were operating intelligently and and with uh resolve they might be able to do something about it but really the only way to solve the algorithm problem is have the algorithm running on a machines that you control oh, preferably yeah. the one in your house and when our machines are searching instead of finding what other people searched we'll control our own social media more coming up you can join us free talk live
0: It is Free Talk Live. You can join the show here. You can bring up whatever you want. The number is 603-283-6160. Whether you want to weigh in on the TechSit lawsuit against Facebook or decentralization and taking down the big tech giants through competition rather than through lawsuits, which it seems that so many of the uh, conservatives believe is the solution to just sue their way. Into making companies behave the way they want.
2: And, you know, a big problem there is then anytime you try to innovate, everybody's going to sue you. Indeed. Um, you know, and that.
0: Well, I say they're opening a Pandora's box because they themselves may be subject to the very same lawsuit someday.
2: Uh yeah. And and as long as these lawsuits are going on, the laws are gonna be getting changed, um they're going to continue irrigating more power to the government. So on on the one hand, I I probably I I probably put Twitter uh, or well, Twitter is a wild card now, so let's say I probably regard Facebook as as uh, more of a government entity than you guys do, but probably not quite as much as I mean, they're definitely uh, as in bed. James
0: does. They're definitely in bed with the government. I mean, we saw the, uh-huh. the the federal I don't know if it was the NIH paid them millions of dollars just before the COVID thing started. Yeah. The,
1: mm-hmm. one, one thing is the danger of regulation is it actually prevents us from controlling our own devices and servers and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, you can you can put up all these restrictions for Facebook and say, you know, they can't censor. But then, of course, what happens when you try and there's these huge fines. Right. What happens when you try to set up a server to compete with Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Right. And that all of a sudden, you. The, yeah, you get sued or the government comes after you with these huge fines. Well, you end up having to shut down and then there's no competition right? because
0: Facebook can afford it's, the attorneys. Right. It's it's mm-hmm. to the
1: it, and this is the thing that most people don't understand is one of the reasons we have the Amazons and we have the Ebays and we have the uh, Facebooks of the world is often because of government interference in the marketplace in the first place, mm-hmm. either through regulations or for that matter, Walmarts and, you know, uh, physical brick and mortar uh, um it, it, it's because of these it's because of these laws uh you know often it's often it's trademark or copyright mm. or patent or or more more trade uh more patent and copyright probably but um it's more it's more often because of these types of laws that keep the competition from you know existing or being able to compete mm.
2: so and you know i don't i don't have any support for these companies i mean if somebody uh if if somebody came to me next week and said, Yeah, it was me that burned down the Facebook headquarters uh last week, I'd probably say right on, bro. Oh, um you not know, go that far. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think that destruction of property is uh is the solution here. No. But I mean I certainly wouldn't have shed I'd, a tear. I
2: don't think it yeah. I, I don't think it's the solution and that's why that's not where I'm gonna spend my time. Yeah. But I wouldn't judge somebody if they wanted to spend their time doing it. I just, um, you know, we've, we've got to get out of this mode where everything's, where the software is out on the net. We need to be running the software on our own damn machine. Absolutely. It's the only way we can control it.
0: I'm going to go to the phones here. I got Major Payne on the line in Michigan. Go ahead, Major. That's got to hurt.
4: The elimination of the Mexican wall
0: radio. Yes, sir. What okay. about it?
4: Um, I, I, well, I, I got it right quick for you because I don't let you let you, I don't think you'll let me put the tail on the dog. So this happened in Mexico uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh there was a cat about thirty-eight years old, and you know how everybody's vandalized. A cat, a cat is
2: that's a like cat. geriatric as hell for a cat.
4: And no, dude, it's thirty 38? I'm an, old cat. I'm an old dog. Excuse me. Woof,
0: woof. Oh, I, I, oh, you mean in human years. Yes, that would be... That. Yes. They're not going to yeah. last that long. I thought but you meant in cat years. Oh, no, no.
4: A, a poison. A poison. A poison is a poison. Yeah. No, we follow man. you.
2: Nobody's just but being a per- so purposely so obtuse. So Go ahead. The thing about a pet ant is Church. they just like their opinions Church. to be correct. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What about it, Major? Anyway, Who, are we talking about El Chapo's boy? Uh, no, no,
4: no. This is just some gu- some guy trying to steal and vandalize the Catholic Church. Okay. And, uh, so he's he
2: trying to in. steal a Catholic Church? Sounds Dude, challenging. Who the hell is he going to keep it?
4: Would you let me finish the Okay, mantle? go ahead. So anyway, he busts in, and he's going down the steps with the statue of St. Michael. And St. Michael is the warrior saint. He's got a sword, right? So this guy stumbles and falls, and St. Michael stabs him right to the damn throat. The cops got to show up, cut the lock or cut the chain on the the fence to get in and the paramedics to save him. They do end up saving him, but uh, St. Michael's revenge, man, right
2: there. Brutal. How did. uh, I don't know what happened in that story. Some
0: some guy was robbing a Catholic church and then he tripped and fell, and the thing he was stealing killed him. (laughs) Did I I get that right, Major? I injured him at least. Hmm. Close enough. Too
2: bad it didn't work out that way for the FBI when they robbed my church. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, right. Major, anything else you want to share tonight? I had many good experiences
4: with with the police, but. uh, Okay, so I heard uh, another day. About uh, a week ago, I guess it was, I think it was on Relevant Radio, there was some cat, of course, he was just speculating, but he was talking about Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, maybe Kentucky and West Virginia forming their own confederacy or, you know, countryhood or whatever the hell you want to call it.
2: That would be uh, interesting geometrically. Run that by me again. Michigan,
0: West Virginia, Ohio, where else? I believe Indiana and
4: Kentucky, because Kentucky is right between there.
0: Okay. What are they going to call this thing?
4: That's on the bottom of Ohio.
0: Was there a name for this? Uh, the crater. No, no, like I said, <laughs> you know,
4: throwing darts at the board and such.
0: Okay, you said there wasn't a name for this? Sorry, I, I couldn't hear you.
4: No, I, I said he was just speculating, throwing darts at the board and such. Oh, so
0: there's no actual movement? This was just some guy uh, mouthing off?
4: Yeah, no, pretty much.
0: Pretty okay. Much. But right. it's an
4: interesting concept because the people on the coast they don't appreciate the breadbasket. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't. They don't care where their beef comes from. And if it's not wrapped in Iran wrap, they don't want to see it. And if it's not nice and red, you know, been what? What do they? They spray it with? Uh, there's some kind of gas they treat the meat with after they cut it to make it nice and red. Hydrogen, I think.
0: I heard uh, Jay Noon told me the other day they spray it. Nitrogen, I think. Uh, They also apparently spray it not with gas, but with some sort of chemical. I think it was like chlorine, is what he said. What
4: people don't realize is you want that good brown aged meat. Best deer I ever hung was in the rafters till February. You didn't cut it with a fork.
2: You hung him? Did he steal your horse?
4: Yes, I did. I hung the damn deer. He stole my horse. You're totally correct. Mm. Corrupt.
0: Thank you, Major, for the call tonight. Appreciate it. So uh, we continue here, caller. You're on Free Talk Live. What's your name?
5: Hey, this is
4: Jamie.
0: Hey, Jamie. What's on your mind tonight?
4: Yeah, I heard that the president's got illegal, top secret documents in his uh, garage.
0: Yep, that's right.
4: Oh my God. How the heck does he got them anyway? Are they supposed to be like in a, a, a FBI place or something?
0: Uh, I mean, he is—he was the vice president, I guess. So I, you know, he's got access to things like that. Why they're still in his garage, I think, is the question that uh, you know has not yet been answered, and whether you will ever get a satisfactory answer to that question uh, remains to be seen.
2: I suspect not, because law enforcement, I think. Uh, they seem to have decided that they're just overworked and they're going to give Democrats a pass on whatever they do. Um,
6: (laughs) Wow. Good point, nobody.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's
0: probably nothing going to happen to him over this. I suspect it doesn't look like anything's going to happen to Trump over doing the exact same thing. They raided Trump's house over that a few months ago or several months ago. At this point, Mm. and there was all this speculation that they were going to arrest him, and it hasn't happened yet.
2: And the thing is, I don't think they've got a leg to stand on there, because there's no procedure to declassify a document. Hmm. All it says is the president can declassify documents. So if there's no procedure there's no way to know whether somebody did the procedure or not Hmm. so that would probably get trump out of of trouble just by saying hey i declassified them right how'd you do that i said i said i declassify thee i declassify Mm -hmm. thee (laughs) i declassify thee and then they were declassified and i threw them in the garage but the vice president can't declassify documents oh really yes oh okay well now he can though
4: what, is now we
2: can declassify yeah. them, but he still had them for four mm. years or six years or whatever. It's, can he pardon himself? Been, huh? Can he pardon oh, himself? Well. Um, nobody's ever tried that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closest we came was Ford pardoning Nixon.
0: Well, the fact is it's his Justice right, yeah. Department, so they're not going to do anything to him. No. What else, Jamie? Anything else you want to share? Yeah, what's your name, Nobody?
2: Uh, my name's Nobody. What's your name, Jamie? Nobody
4: knows the trouble I see.
2: Actually, I'll, I'll give you a more more complete uh, answer. I, I was uh, originally named Rich Paul, and oh, wow. I legally changed my name to Nobody. Um, maybe a year, a year and a half ago because I was running for governor and my slogan was, nobody knows how to live your life better than you do and nobody should be telling you what to do.
0: Um, there you go. Thanks, Jamie, for the call tonight. Definitely appreciate hearing from you. The number is 603-283-6160. Uh, so let's talk about uh, you know some of these bills that are we heard today. Chris, you and I went out to the uh, the state house along with several other people uh, who are concerned with liberty in our lifetime. Of course, we've talked a lot about the the political system here in New Hampshire and why it's particularly accessible uh, as compared to other states. And we mentioned the 400 state representatives to uh, represent quote unquote 1.4 million people. It breaks down to like. Th- 3,000 to 3,500 apiece. So these are actually fairly accessible individuals and they are obligated to hear every single bill. That these state reps put forward, which is why I was saying earlier when we were talking about Texas and their secession movement there, that even though Texas has more popular support than New Hampshire, New Hampshire has seen more political movement as far as getting the state reps to do a thing. Like we had the proposal last year to actually put a ballot measure up that people could vote on to declare independence peacefully from the United States. It didn't pass, unfortunately. It didn't even get onto the ballot because most state reps shot it down big time. Nope. Uh, but there were still 13 of them that did vote in favor uh, of this, which is 13 times as much support mm-hmm. as we had the
2: prior session. So, 13 times did we have one in the? We prior didn't se- have a
1: single rep that would put forth a independence bill. Well, then that's uh, oh, 13, okay. 13. That times. would be an
2: infinite percentage, because right, zero to 13. Is uh, yeah, that's true. Good point. that's yeah, <laughs> a good
0: point. a good point. But we do. Th- speaking of that bill, uh, Representative Matthew. Santa Nostoso is a uh, free stater. He's a liberty guy. He was the one of the co-sponsors of the independence legislation last year. He's back. He got re-elected. Uh, a lot of people were saying, oh, you can't support independence and get re-elected. <laughs> he, even though every single candidate that was on the general election ballot who supported independence got re-elected.
2: Gotta like that. Yeah, and, he- and also they didn't pull out any special magic tricks i mean they tried to get them thrown off the ballot they before did. they even before yeah, they even failed. got on I mean, and they failed and they didn't find a way i mean i half thought well i mean given the given the, the number of lies they tell and about what the law actually says um I wouldn't have been surprised if they'd come in and arrested those 12, 12 reps, but mm. now I uh, well at least we know that this time around they couldn't they either didn't want to do that or they couldn't figure out a way to do that. No, so it's
0: better. What? It's better than that. You weren't at that meeting, were you? Uh, which meeting? The Karen meeting where Karen was trying to get those people thrown yeah, off the I ballot. I was there.
2: Were you there? Well, yeah. then, re-
0: then remember there was a sec- uh, section of the meeting. Where they actually had someone from the attorney general's office, this like a little young assistant attorney general guy mm. was there, and he's like the uh, expert that mm. the board uh, that was doing the voting. Was that to.
2: the same guy who talked to us at the state house when we were testifying on that bill? No. Okay, because no. they had it. They had one of the members study it. And, Not the same. That was yeah. yeah, yeah no, this, different. Is,
0: this is somebody who works for the AG. Okay. And so they looked at the question of, is this insurrection? Right? Because mm-hmm. could something be done? That was a big question was, was the vote for this particular independence legislation, the vote to actually put it on the ballot, which was what the state reps were voting on, was that an act of rebellion? Was it an act of insurrection? If so... Mm-hmm then something could be done if so then they could be arrested they could be prosecuted they could be barred from you know uh, holding office that sort of thing and this guy from the AG's office says yeah we looked at it this is not insurrection this is not violent no this mm-hmm. is using the legal processes right. to uh, become independent right so that was actually the best part about mm-hmm. that hearing because that was before he made that statement a question right that was that mm-hmm. was an objection that some of the state reps had to supporting the bill was they were afraid that the government might target them for some sort of criminal prosecution. Right. Now they, and this this is the AG saying no that wouldn't happen. Now they yeah. did make now this- the federal
2: government might be able to come come after them. They didn't. I mean they didn't. They'd uh, and I think they'd probably have to lie about the content of another law. But they don't mind lying. But. So far, they have not. They made they did make this,
1: uh, the Democrats especially, made this a election issue, they did, actually. Yeah. And in spite of that, because I think they had this idea that people were going to be outraged about the ideas of independence in New Hampshire, and they just weren't. Um, so they tried to make it into this big deal, and it, it just turned out, it, it fizzled out their uh, their uh, whole attack on free staters mm-hmm. and uh, you know their attack on independ- reps that supported independence.
0: Yeah, if the uh, New Hampshire Attorney General's office can see clearly that a legal vote of state Mm -hmm. representatives to allow the people to legally vote on a question is not insurrection, is not violence, Mm -hmm. then I'm pretty sure it's going to be tough for the national AG to make the opposite argument. You know, that's not going to happen.
2: Probably. I mean, it depends on how badly they want to, because they will lie transparently to people who know they're lying. Um, I mean the, this this is the same government that that determined in Wickard versus Filburn that uh Mr. Wickard was engaged in interstate commerce when he was growing food growing wheat on his own land to feed to his own animals. Um mm-hmm. and they called that interma- yeah, interstate crazy. comment, even though it's intrastate yep. and non-commercial. Um and that—that that is the case. I always come back to Wickard versus Filburn because that is the case that made the federal yeah. government effectively omnipotent. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying, but the fact is they didn't do it.
2: No, they didn't do
0: it. And if they were going to do it, you you knew they knew what was going on, right? Oh, like there was yeah. no doubt they knew that there was a secession movement, uh, a bill in New Hampshire it was getting national headlines. So I mean, it certainly was on their page. Uh, they're paying attention. They've got federal agents infiltrating our movement all over the place up here, from what mm. it seems. So they knew. Yeah. Uh, and if they were gonna make a move, they would want to make a move when it's only 13 state reps. Instead of 50 state reps, instead of 100, instead of 200, like Mm -hmm. moving on this earlier, if they're going to start arresting state reps for so-called insurrection for voting on a legally put forward bill in New Hampshire would Mm -hmm. probably be more politically feasible when it's a low number than a high number, because if it's Mm -hmm. if it's 100 state reps. Then that that suggests that there's a lot more uh, awareness amongst the people because state mm-hmm. reps are afraid that would be of twenty five
2: percent in New Hampshire of
0: the state house. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that would mean that there's a lot more state reps who think that their their constituents want this, because right? mm-hmm. that's one of the big excuses from the state reps as well. My constituents didn't contact me about this, so therefore I can't support it. You know that was one mm. of the things. So if they're supporting it, then they mean then they believe that this is something that's going to lead to them being reelected. They're not afraid of the issue the, anymore, and you don't want to make a move against those state reps because now you've got even more people
2: that yeah. are behind the issue.
0: The, the, the thing
1: yeah, is, the, the, the government is very slow to act mm. in many cases, and there may be another issue here too. Um, they're it,
2: probably concerned about Streisand effect,
1: possibly. Mm. Um, Could be. but but um, it's it's while. Well, i think you're right ian um in some respects it probably would be this would be the opportune moment to strike or at least I mean, honestly a decade ago would have been more opportune for him but um um but i think i think at this point in the game you know doing the math i'm not sure that they see the how do i say this they they see the it, there's not enough right there's not enough support for it yet for them to see the the danger here i think you know from their perspective anyway
2: yeah. I mean for now I think what they're what they're hoping is that it's just gonna die out on our own on mm-hmm. its own. Sure. So we just have to stop that from happening, which okay. shouldn't yeah. be hard. We've Wh- got
1: which is kinda of funny because this is not a new movement really. I mean it's been around a decade, it just hasn't gotten anywhere up until, you know, this past
2: year. So right. oh, well, I I mean Oh, with with respect specifically to secession. Yeah. Okay, because I was oh, going to say, we've accomplished a I'm about, lot. <laughs> no, I'm talking about, I mean,
1: we've had protests on independence in the past like, and it's mm-hmm. been around. We've had, uh, what do we have? Um, new Hampshire What's the foundation? New Hampshire Independence? Foundation for New Hampshire Independence. Yeah, that's, that's been around for what? A decade? A decade. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's not like this is new. It's just it hasn't yet gotten. We're no, finally getting yet. some legs. Right. It's right. finally
0: getting some legs. I, I, I just, uh, I guess I'm optimistic on this. I don't think you're going to see them being charged with insurrection. I mean, it, all you have to do is look I don't up think the, you will. Either. All you have to do is look up the definition. I mean, it's a simple legal definition. Insurrection has to do with violence. Period. It's right there in the definition. You go look it up on any dictionary, legal mm-hmm. dictionary. It has to do with attempting to violently overthrow the government and saying mm-hmm. we want to pass a legal measure through a legal procedure in New Hampshire mm-hmm. of passing this constitutional referendum. Just you know, Keep
2: in mind, though, that that the federal government um, and I've heard this from Biden I've heard this from members of Congress, I've heard this from senators is still claiming that five cops were killed on January 6th of last year and it's an absolute yeah, lie. Sure. It's a complete sure. gaslight and that's that's why I say you can never be completely safe. from prosecution because nothing is legal in this world some things are just harder to prosecute than others
0: i I mean the other problem Um, with they're going to be desperate for sure and they're going to do some crazy stuff i suspect
1: the other target the other aspect of this is you pass laws as like legislature but you don't one enforce them and two um you you don't uh what's the other thing uh uh you, you're not you're not the courts, right? So you don't get to decide whether or not those laws are legal, mm-hmm. right? It's the courts that get to decide those things. So it's not like, I don't even, even like, even if there is, even if it was, even if there was something else that wasn't necessarily called insurrection, but something else, right, that was illegal, it, it wouldn't be the legislature that would be held accountable anyway or the reps that voted, right? So I'm not sure I follow you. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is it's not, It's not these 13 that would be liable. The 13 people that voted for them. Right, right. But you can vote. You can vote in something that's not legal, right? It's up to the courts to decide that, right? Sure, but in this
0: case, it's a proposed constitutional amendment And the courts have to interpret the Constitution. So they have to interpret whether a statute is legal based on the Constitution. We would be talking about then the people of New Hampshire voting overwhelmingly. It has to be over 62 thirds to vote to actually amend the Constitution. So I don't think that the Supreme Court can then go and say, well, you can't do that because that's like an amendment to the Constitution.
2: Yeah, I I mean, mean, there's a number of ways they could find some excuse to say, oh, that amendment was invalid mm -hmm. or or something like that i've that's gonna be tough i I think they're gonna it is it is gonna be i think what they're gonna argue is something to the effect of well the
1: united states constitution supersedes it or something along those lines um i know that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense well as you point out the
0: new hampshire constitution came first right
1: (laughs) right so if it authorized us joining it obviously is going to authorize us leaving and how can how can
2: something that came later super yeah i I just yeah and the u.s constitution doesn't say anything about secession, one way or the other, which is interesting because the Articles of Confederation did. The first sentence in the Articles of Confederation said, "This is going to be a forever federation." And it they wasn't. got rid of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. There's more uh, coming up here. We got hour number three on the way. So one of the guys who filed the bill to declare independence is behind this bill we talked about today at the State House to end the war on drugs on dimethyltryptamine, DMT. Coming up.
5: Free Talk Live.
0: It's Free Talk Live. Phones are open. You can join the show here kick off the third hour the phone number for you to join us 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 it's Ian Nobody and Chris joining you here tonight we've talked about Texas the Texas nationalist movement they are suing Facebook and uh, maybe able to overturn the Texas v. White decision which has been the Sort of the controlling issue that anti-secession people like to point to when they say that uh, there's the Supreme Court has ruled that secession is not an option. That case could be turned over. Well, uh, we talked about that in the first hour of the show. Uh, got some interesting calls in between there, talking about the uh, the big tech, mega tech corporations that seem to have a t- significant amount of control over all things internet. And we were discussing the uh, the way out of that situation is to compete your way out by uh, creating better alternatives and utilizing those, creating new habits, stopping going to those old systems and going to these alternatives instead. It does take work. It does take time. It does take a little bit of money and a little bit of effort to be able to do this stuff. I don't even know if it. You don't
1: even have to create. This is this is the crazy thing. Like I think you're even overdoing it. Like you don't need to create the solutions. The solutions are already already out there. You just have to implement them or sure. join something that's already been rolled out that was implemented by yet another party.
0: Yeah, that's true. You don't um, have to roll your own server. Right. Somebody else is probably already doing it. Yeah, I
1: that's mean, true. I'm doing I'm doing some of this stuff. Like, I run my own mail server. I run my right. own website. A lot of people say you can't run your own mail server. That's not true. Um, you can't run your own website. I have a whole business where most of our business, 99% of our business comes through our website. It's not through Amazon. It's not through eBay. It's not through mm-hmm. these centralized platforms.
0: Yeah, it can be done. The alternatives are out there.
2: Yeah, my my website lives on an Amazon server. I'm sorry to hear but that. Bas- well, it, it, it was there and it was free, so I'm using it. Uh, But, well, not free, but until already they, paid for. Until they take
0: it away. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah.
0: You have a backup off-site, I take it, right?
2: Um, I do have off-site backups, okay. both of uh, source and data. All right. if they take it away, then
0: you can put it up somewhere else.
2: And so basically, yeah, I'd have to spin up another server and rearrange the DNS. Okay, um, you can do
1: that in less than a day. Well, those those are all things you'll fix eventually, anyway, right? So yeah. <laughs> will not worry about it too much. But
0: let's go to your phone calls and thoughts. I got Sydney on the line in Pennsylvania. Go ahead, Sydney. Oh, hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Yes,
7: sir. Um, really good show that you got going on so far. Thanks. Um, I really, I want to start out by saying I really like the new format. I think good. it allows you guys to get into the topics a lot more. And yes, not interrupted a lot less. And personally listening live, I can tolerate it a lot more. So that's cool. a very nice one. Thank you, man. I appreciate side. that.
2: We try to be yeah, tolerable.
7: To <laughs> 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 All right, go ahead. So I wanted to talk about secession because it's come up a lot in this yeah. uh, discussion and, and independence, and I wanted to throw some ideas out there. Um, so something that came to mind was, like, Lysander Spooner in the 1850s. I think he has a quote. Um, along the lines of, like, the Constitution has, you know, done, either allowed for all of this... The Constitution has
2: either authorized such government as we have had, or it has failed to, pre- to prevent it. In either case, it is unfit to exist. Yep,
7: that's right. There you go, yep. Yeah, and so this discussion about independence, I, I really lament that we have to go this route to achieve it, as opposed to... Um, like an anarchist or volunteer appro- approach, which would be just totally bypassing it. So um, that caller Jim earlier, I think from Florida, Jim or James, uh, he brought up some interesting topics about social media, um, basically act- acting as an extension of the government I totally agree with that. Well, before that we get into the social media,
0: I mean, you jump topics. Here. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, bypassing. I want
7: to loop
0: it back around. Uh, well, yeah. you just mentioned it would be nice if we could just bypass the, the federal government. And I mean, I would love to be able to do that, but they just will not be ignored, right? Like these these people are psychopaths. And they've got nukes. And they got a ton of money. And so, yeah, right. unfortunately, like I mean, we've, we've had some friends who've tried this approach, and it doesn't work. I remember when uh, Pete right. from, from Cop Block was of the mindset that he was just going to ignore all court orders. Or whatever. <laughs> and, it like, and then what ended up happening that was— That
2: frequently goes badly.
0: Right. And then whatever what right. ended up happening was he got some sort of order against him for a judgment of, you know, 125 bucks for some ticket or whatever. And one of his friends just went in and paid it for him. That way, it just that way it went away because we all, you know, everybody knew what was going to happen. They're going to put out a warrant for your arrest, and then they're going to come and snatch right. your, you know, and put you in a cage. I mean, that's what's going to happen every time. I, there are,
1: you know, backing right. up though. I think there are things you can do that sort of, in some sense, you can ignore them, right? Like they can target right. individuals, right? Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean they can target everybody, right? They're they're still true. technically limited in terms of resources, even though, it, you know. Even though they seem to have unlimited resources versus, like, an one individual, they technically don't against the masses. And I think cryptocurrency is kind of a good example of something where enough people doing it, it does actually make it really difficult for them. Even though they will certainly take down certain people, you know, Crypto6, Ian Freeman, yeah, as yeah. an example.
2: Right, right. So we can right. resist well, a little bit. Last, in, in yeah, so just do whatever problem. you want. They'll come and arrest us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much.
7: Right.
2: Sorry, yeah, well, Sydney, the last Go thing ahead. You
7: guys talked about wouldn't you? Wouldn't uh, the talk about secession and independence and actually making moves um, in that direction uh, spark them to do something? I mean, I think everybody can look at the Crypto Six case and see that that could be an action on their part. You know, totally uh, above board uh, from most people's perspective, and it functions. Um, on Freekeen uh, blog, the top story right now. There's a bunch of comments, but one guy has a video there and it talks about sort of how the deep state or how intelligence services undermine these movements, the first mm-hmm. step is just demoralize. So if you can just do that, you don't have to go to the next step actually, you actually know, confront these people on higher levels. Yeah, so I think that what you're going to
0: see from the federal government with regards to an independence movement here sorry, is your, You okay? Yep, I'm still here. Okay. Uh, so I think what you're going to see is they're going to infiltrate the movement. And they're going to bring in their advocates of violence because the the independence movement here is promoted as a peaceful secession movement. The whole point of the uh, the independence ballot initiative was that it would be a peaceful announce announcement that okay, we're just saying bye, we're breaking up. Have a nice day, good luck. Uh, and that would have been the end of it, and it would not be firing on a federal fort. You are going to see people entering this movement. Mark my words. Oh yeah, who are going to be they're going to be talking about racism and they're going to be talking about violence and they're going to be just throwing it out there to see if they can get anybody to agree to it they, so they, they can bring even, people we've up on seen charges. have a few
2: of those they people already. Yeah, but yeah, for I sure. yeah, for sure. I expect they will For sure. But yeah, they've come into the chat the room. But we don't yeah. even, I
0: think they're going to show up in real life, though, at, at some point.
2: You're probably right.
1: Um, but th- we, it's funny because they, they've already done that sort of without sending in people, right? Like, they've already implied it and suggested it at various points, at various, uh, you know... Um, uh hearings and things um what was was uh I'm trying to think i don't know if i don't know if maybe was it i think one of them was the one where they tried to get the uh 13 reps uh disbarred or i don't know if that was right Tris
0: awards but
2: not disbarred disqualified. Disqualified. but uh disqualified disqualified yeah. what yeah.
1: did
0: they bring up what did they bring up there
1: um just uh, they alluded to violence at certain points um and things like well, that when nature.
0: you say they who are you talking about
1: uh karen yeah maybe karen um, okay. Yeah, she could be working for them. I don't know, yeah. but I'm talking about. I'm not, about say, people I'm not who, saying she is. All I'm saying she is she wasn't that part of the movement. there's are right? other right, but there's yeah. other Democrats and right, and I agree with you. But I'm, what I'm saying is that they're already trying to make those connections already, mm-hmm. and make and us and with, look violent okay. with Free Staters, right? Um, yeah. as an example, um, they they said uh, we're anti-LGBTQ at <laughs> the right. We had more LGBTQ yeah. folks at a anti-free-stater protests that the Democrats put on than they had. We're
2: 66% (laughs) LGBTQ in this... Freaking room, right, right, and they're saying we're
1: libertarians or anti LGBTQ. No, first of all, I'm 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 part of that group that you're saying is anti lgbt and mm-hmm. I'm a libertarian, and I'm here, and yeah. we had we had other people part of that group too there, and I, I think there was one person on your side that
2: was so yeah yeah.
0: That's more of like a misinformation campaign than what I was talking about, which would be like an actual infiltration and trying to. That's uh, the next. Suggest. Yeah, you were
2: thinking well, more agents provocateurs, right. right. yeah. and, and, and you're right, yeah. but that's the next step. That's right, what I'm saying. you're that's talking what
0: about do. the next step. Yeah. That's what they're gonna do. Go ahead, Sydney. what else?
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. And I think by sort of getting you to disappear, so I guess
7: I'll finish with this. Um, there's been a lot of talk, like, you know, focused on the ants program and stuff like that. You know, just transitioning, you guys can continue the conversation. I got to go really quick. Uh, but um, sort of what's the plan for Free Talk Live? It's sort of the center of something. So, you know, them putting you away, putting Ari away, um, sort of making you disappear, taking you out of the conversation, let's say. We don't even know yet for how long, um, how is this going to continue? So I'll just leave it at that. I would have liked to talk about more, but I'll just call back another time.
0: All right, Sydney. thank you for the mm-hmm. call tonight. The answer is uh, it's going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a real <laughs> good answer for you. Uh, we're going to know more about Aria in March. She's got her sentencing, but unfortunately I had to get pushed back again. It March. was going to be, yeah, it was going to be December. Then it was going to be January. Now it's going to be March. And so it'll be one month before mm. my sentencing is when we're going to know what's going to happen to Arya. So that'll be a big question mark that we'll hopefully be able to to put to bed at that point, and then we'll be able to kind of figure out from there. Yeah, there's back of plans a backup plans. At what point That has to start on the date of sentencing, or it can start as soon as the date of sentencing. So you've got, I think you've got 30 days from that that date. Oh, okay. To file the appeal. Oh, okay. Good. So you can't appeal until the sentence is actually given. Okay. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now. Uh, let's continue. We got Sarah on the line in New Mexico. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, God.
6: <laughs> yes. Um, I just donated $500 to the wow. New Mexico Dream Center.
0: To the what center? The
6: New Mexico Dream Center. It's a, it's a human trafficking rescue uh, place. Um, so it's a drop in center three days a week for the youth mm-hmm. from.
2: Do they do adoptions?
6: no it's uh it's so for the the homeless young people to get services without pimps waiting there all day long to pimp them out you know so they got their own safe place so that's what I believe in and that's why I that's donated nice. some money so just to clarify and, this uh, is the
0: the dream center helps people who are being trafficked across the border
6: no traffic human traffic isn't getting pimped sex out. sex traffic oh sex
0: trafficking okay gotcha yes okay.
6: So I mean, and there's a big uh, need in state of New Mexico because they abuse women. The laws here are not strict against uh, human trafficking or rape or any uh, um, you know um, abuse against women. Remember, we are per capita with the most untested uh, rape kits in the nation. No, can you
0: define Sarah? What is sex trafficking?
6: Sex trafficking is you know those girls that you find missing. And they're like 13 or 15 and they haven't found them. I almost never find them
2: laying around. (laughs) I have to, I have to go, you know, get them from where they live. Well,
6: I, uh, well, I I think um, it's like, you know, a lot of South Korean women, they vanish. They they get kidnapped and they get taken to another country and then they are sold into slavery and they don't, they don't even know where they're at. And, they made a movie about these girls that escape with their life. They managed some of them to escape. Uh, I don't know how, but they get caught. They'll be k- beaten or killed, or mm-hmm. uh, that they take that kind of risk. Okay. And well And so um, they. I wanted to see these movies, and uh, so I. This is uh, very um, close to my heart, and so I was going to, um, you know, ask people for funding if people wanted to donate. So the phone number is. Am I allowed to, the 505, um, let me
0: see. Well, I I don't know. I I mean, you can just give the name of the organization. You said it was the Dream Center in Albuquerque? New
6: Mexico Dream Center. People can can look that up
0: if that's something they want to do. But I, I just want to know more about exactly what circumstances we're talking about here, because a lot of times when the term sex trafficking gets thrown around, they're actually just talking about adults selling sex. And there's sort of these days it seems like, and I and I know this because we've been to some of these hearings at the state house where there might be a proposal to legalize or decriminalize prostitution, and they always bring up the cops who work for the state police or Manchester Police Department or whatever that are in the quote unquote sex trafficking unit. And they try to make it sound like every person who is involved in prostitution is involved in sex trafficking. I just want to clarify that. Are you saying that prostitution is not the same thing as sex trafficking? Or do you believe that that is always sex trafficking?
6: Well, um, the thing is that I, I believe that there are happy prostitutes. Okay. I mean, like you say, I mean, the yep. volunteers, they, volunteer, they don't have any problems. Yep. but many of these girls are kidnapped or they're wind right up homeless and then the pimps get them just because they are young and 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 they're homeless because they're a uh, knee and that's who they target so then this place they, they make this a safe place available from age 14 to 21 so okay. that adults playing and on vulnerability of these Young runaways, or the, they're be, being beaten or raped at home, so they run away and they wind up on the street and they wind up with a pimp. And so, and uh, so they, and they force them, and they, and they're vulnerable. They're abused. They're mentally ex, um, from in the in the homes to begin with. So they're easy to hook them on drugs or alcohol or force them into prostitution. And so, that's the reason why I believe in making sure that they have a place like this. So my money will go to pay for their apartments. If they so they get rescued from these people. And and I was told that one of the workers that worked there, they got lured tr- tricked into some place, and three of the pimp people, they assaulted her and then left mm-hmm. her laying on the street. So, so do you so think, angry, Sarah, that, that we,
0: one way that this could be made better, I mean, it's nice to give money to this organization to try to help people that are in need of help right now. I'm not trying to, you know denigrate that or anything like that but it's not going to solve the problem right like that's just trying to clean up the mess that's trying to treat the people that have had this issue and try to help them and that is a necessary thing that that should probably be happening and if it's being done voluntarily then I think that's great but how do we solve the problem of this happening in the first place Do, do you think that legalizing prostitution would help
6: well You know, I, I, to me, I have a moral. I don't, I don't think prostitution is the right moral thing to do. But I, what I do want is that I want, you know, if somebody's listening to me in the state. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa, whoa. Before
0: you, before you go on. Just because you think something is immoral, does that mean it should also be illegal?
6: You know, you know something I just don't think selling sex and promiscuous is the right thing to do morally, and so I do not but, support that i I have a different perspective than you but that's a, well, let's
2: say it. somebody was a uh, let's say somebody was an infomaniac. she was going out and having sex with six different guys every day. Mm-hmm. Does that get worse if she's getting paid? It seems like. I mean, if she's spending all that time getting laid, she doesn't have as much time to, time to work. She's going to need some money. Um,
6: well, you know what? It, it, the thing is, I, I think it's immoral, and that I'm not to judge, but and you know, the they, they will pay for their consequences for. Uh, they could you could lie to your. Let's just drill down just a little
0: want. bit, though. When you say you think it's immoral. Are you saying that it is immoral to simply have sex or it's immoral to get paid to have sex?
6: I, you know, I think that's all immorality, whether you get paid or not or you slut around with seven guys every day. It's all about the same, you know. Um, OK, but so wait, just but let's
0: wait, clarify wait, wait, wait. again here. sir. So I'm going to I just want to keep asking you questions so I can understand where, where you're coming from. So you believe that having sex is immoral? Do you mean that it's sex? Sex is immoral outside of marriage, but is moral when you're married? Is I just want to understand when sex is moral in your mind.
6: Well, I mean that's what I understand. That's the way that it's supposed to be. I mean, okay. within a marriage, that's how I understand. It. Otherwise, are okay. consequences that you people would want to. You know, Should deny, one of those consequences? Do you,
2: do you have a particular religion? She's a Christian. She well, is I mean, a Christian.
6: I don't. I don't have a particular religion. I thought you are
1: a communist. My... No,
0: well, she is, but she's. I thought communists were against religion. Well, <laughs> food the is the opiate of the masses. Sarah's flexible on uh, on her beliefs. Tell me this, Sarah. If it's immoral to have sex, do you believe that it should be illegal to have sex? Well,
6: I don't. No, outside of marriage. Sex with yourself? I'm talking you about mean, with another I mean, person.
0: Outside of marriage, with another person.
2: I think of masturbation think, as sex with I someone I, I love. <laughs> <laughs>
0: gonna, I, I think that, um,.
6: I, I think there's consequences to pay for it. it, and then your morality is how you want to interpret it. Yeah, but it's immoral.
0: Okay, but you didn't and, answer my uh, question. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not a hard question. Now. You're saying there should be consequences. Yeah, there may be consequences. You could get a venereal disease. You could get pregnant. You could you know have some other bad thing happen to you. Uh, but should one of the consequences be legal consequences? in your eye. Could could should one of the consequences be that a man with a badge and a gun can throw you in a jail cell? Should that be one of the consequences for having sex outside of marriage or charging for it?
6: No, right now it's only when you're if you're asking money and soliciting money if you're exchanging money for sex. I guess you we're
2: could, you could we're asking what you think it
1: should be, not what it is. Yeah, do you think they should outlaw people having sex outside of marriage?
6: Oh, if you're getting paid, if you're charging money for making, no, 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 sex that's not the business. question. Yeah,
1: do you think people should be arrested for having sex outside of marriage? Not for being paid, just outside of marriage. I don't period. No,
6: I mean, no, they they should not be the pay. I mean, uh, no, they should not be arrested. Okay, but but the thing is that you know, that, no, I mean, that's not should be illegal. I mean, but people, you're saying it but, should
0: not be illegal.
6: I think there's no laws against it.
0: There are no laws against it. You're right about that. So, uh, but do you think that charging for sex, charging for the service of sex, do you think that should stay illegal or should that be made legal? Because let me make my argument here for you, Sarah. I think one of the reasons why there's so much sex trafficking is because you're dealing with what is generally a prohibited marketplace. And whenever there is a prohibition in place, whether it be alcohol prohibition or drug prohibition or whatever sex prohibition, uh, then there is going to be a black market, and the people who are operating in that black market many times are going to be unscrupulous, possibly violent individuals, like the pimps that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. If you want to right, dis, if you want to disempower these pimps, then you if you legalize prostitution then it goes, uh, you know, it becomes more visible. Then there's going to be certain uh, businesses that are going to be mm-hmm. open and people can just simply go in, get their their desires satisfied by professional uh, people who are likely being tested for uh, STDs and things like that. It would be a much cleaner and much safer operation. I'm not saying this would completely end sex trafficking, but mm-hmm. it would certainly shift a lot of the demand well, for sex to a legal marketplace. Can you see the well, benefit in that?
2: Uh, and, and another thing that, that I think is very important i mean people would would like come knock on my door to buy weed from me uh because weed was illegal Mm -hmm. but if i was selling uh ground beef out of my apartment people would be looking at me pretty strange going (laughs) why are you doing that that way yeah. so
1: yeah if you didn't have a farm for sure know, if, if
2: <laughs> prostitution were, were legal and somebody was trying to uh trying to get me to to hire some some girl i would be saying well why aren't you on craigslist or why aren't you advertising openly why are you trying yeah. to do this on the qt
0: something to think about sarah thanks for the call tonight the number here if you want to join us at 603-283-6160 We've got time for you if you want to join us here. 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. free talk live and you can join the show here the number 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 with you in the studio tonight it's ian
2: the nobody formerly known as rich paul
0: and chris so we were gonna get into a pretty big uh, at least a, a bill I'm pretty excited about, and I was happy to see as many people come out today as uh, as did come oh, out for this, turnout. this bill. Yeah, this uh, bill that would exempt dimethyltryptamine, a.k.a. DMT, one of the most interesting psychedelic substances and most natural mm. uh, psychedelic substances known to mankind would exempt this from the war on drugs. It would create an exemption in what's called in, the New, in New Hampshire called the Controlled Drug Act. Uh, this was a bill submitted by Representative Matt Santanastaso. Unfortunately, he didn't have any co-sponsors on this uh, this particular piece of legislation. Maybe he just didn't have time to look for it. I know he was pretty rushed to, uh, to get everything in here. They didn't have a lot of time to... It's an election year, so there's like a certain shortened window that they got to kind of throw everything together and get it in after they get uh, elected or re-elected. It's a real short bill. I mean, it's it's you know literally like a three sentence bill that basically says uh, to amend the existing Controlled Drug Act by creating an exemption for dimethyltryptamine. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it says your dimethyltryptamine shall be exempt from the provisions of this chapter. And this chapter is the one that prohibits uh, the possession, the sale, and the Blah, blah, blah of uh, various different controlled substances as uh, as specified by the federal government. So New Hampshire, for the most part, kind of follows along with the federal government's scheduling system. So if something is on the federal government's schedules, it is similarly illegal in New Hampshire. Uh, until we can finally abolish the entire controlled drug act itself which is the other bill mm. of interest that uh well one of them he's got a bunch of good ones matt santanastaso who is
2: our uh, mm. our friend did you he get co-sponsors for the other one i don't think so mm. um
0: but uh, but you know we doesn't... should
2: call our reps and At least the ones we know and say, hey, go sponsor these things.
0: Absolutely. Uh, It is about damn time that we started seeing some principled legislation. Mm -hmm. This isn't decrim, okay? This is to exempt DMT from the Controlled Drug Act. That is a complete end of prohibition Mm -hmm. on DMT. You would be able to make your own ayahuasca Except or whatever. Except
2: that the federal government would still be able to come in and arrest you for true. it if the mood took them.
0: Yep, that's true. Uh, although, that said, as the uh, one of the guys who testified today, he was—I uh, he. I don't remember the name of the church, but he's got his own DMT, or rather, ayahuasca church— here in new hampshire oh yeah
2: yeah very interesting we need to get to know that guy uh matt santo find out who his lawyer is
0: has his uh contact information he testified today for this bill It was a really interesting testimony uh and one part of his testimony was that he was contacted by the dea that they came to talk to him and they did nothing about what he was doing because he is doing dmt from a religious Uh, spiritual perspective with his church it's It's a sacrament sacrament. yeah
2: wow and so they know that
0: he's there and they know what he's doing
2: that is very interesting it it makes me think that i mean eventually as if if more things make it into this uh in between zone uh where Some things seem to have been permitted Mm -hmm. for churches. I know that DMT has been returned to churches by the Customs Service more than once. Really? um, Because they said, no, this is for our religion. We Hmm. we can do this. And uh, there are some places where mushrooms or mushroom churches are being tolerated. It would be interesting to start... Something along the lines of the uh what, what is it, the divine life church or whatever they'll uh, you can get or they'll ordain you in universal, a bunch of universal uh, life.
0: Yeah, I think that was
2: what it was. Yeah, yeah, that that's right. It would be interesting to do something like the universal life church. But specifically, what you would be selling would be the template to start a psychedelic church, mm-hmm. um, and basically, you know, they it would it'd be an, it would be a piece of work because you'd need you know a lawyer in each state where you had member sure. member churches. Um, what was it? I heard that I don't remember
0: if it was during the hearing. Or if it was afterwards, I think it might have been as Bonnie and I were driving home, we uh Yeah, okay, yeah. She was reading something about this church in New Hampshire, this uh this DMT church mm. or ayahuasca church. And it Is was Is this the
2: one on the seacoast that just got shut down?
0: I have not heard about that. He did not say anything in during his testimony about getting shut down. I think he's from oh, okay. Canterbury? Wherever the hell Canterbury is, it sounds like northern New Hampshire to me. But I don't know. I you know there's 200 towns in New Hampshire, so I, nobody wants to go that I, far I, I north know.
2: to shut them down. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. Uh,
2: yeah, I don't I think they can't that far north to do some DMT though. They,
0: they cited a couple of federal court cases, and I don't remember them offhand. But there's video of the hearing, so anybody yeah. that wants to dig in will be able to. Uh, the 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 streaming video is already up on the State House channel on YouTube, and I got my own video today, so that'll come out at some point on the Free Keen uh, Odyssey channel. But there's also the New Hampshire Supreme Court case that I cited during my testimony on the bill to mm-hmm. let the state reps know, because this is a, a panel uh, hearing, so it's a, in New Hampshire, every bill has to get a hearing. And so this is being heard by the Criminal Justice uh, Committee. Mm-hmm. And so I informed them. As I informed them last year when they, they looked at the psilocybin decrim bill, I said, look, you guys are behind the times here. The Supreme Court of New Hampshire has already ruled in a unanimous decision in December of 2020. And it's one of the only courts in the country, by the way, to do this. Uh, I don't know if even Nevada has this, but uh, but New Hampshire Supreme Court ruled unanimously to overturn the conviction of a man convicted of possession of psilocybin mushrooms mm-hmm. because he was using them for spiritual purposes. And the mm. New Hampshire Supreme Court said unanimously that the New Hampshire Constitution's provision to protect religion and specifically your right to worship in the way that you want to means that the use of psychedelics like mushrooms and presumably DMT and whatever else would be protected under the New Hampshire Constitution. Let me ask you something, Ian. Um, I, I'm I, I'm not sure if I fully
1: followed what was said between you and the other guy, but is am I am I correct in understanding that it's both legal? At least for religious purposes, at both
0: the federal and state level in New Hampshire, I, I can't speak to the federal one. They cited a couple of federal, but that's what he was citing. Yeah, he cited a couple of federal so in cases. theory, and, it might be legal. Yeah, I just like I said, I have mm. not yet hmm. reviewed those cases. I'm not really sure right, right, what right. they said. Or, I understand
1: you haven't reviewed them, but that's what
0: he was citing was the federal case. He was citing some so sort of federal re- for cases, religious
1: yeah. purposes, yeah. anyway.
0: Interesting. And he said the D- and he said the DEA met with him, and then they left him alone.
1: Interesting. Well, um, so
0: one of the things is the DEA may interview you and then wait five years to make arrest. Yeah. (laughs) So Mm, I wouldn't necessarily
1: uh, hold or you know
0: count on that to be. uh, Yeah. (laughs) No, you're right. I mean, that's not proof of anything for sure. No. But Uh, they probably will come after you within five years. (laughs) Maybe so. But it was a really interesting hearing. Uh, I think it was better
2: attended. Well, you can you can avoid that to some extent by not being Ian.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but this guy's getting news coverage. I mean, they they definitely have their eyes on him. Uh, whether they're going to make a move on him or not remains to be seen. Uh, and again, like I said, I haven't looked at those cases, but I, I am interested in reviewing his testimony and making a note because I wasn't writing anything down at the time. So sure. I don't know what specific cases he was referring to. Uh, but here in New Hampshire, it is protected by the Supreme Court's unanimous decision. So, I mean, that's it's solid. Solid case law here in New Hampshire. And the thing I told the state reps was, look, you guys need to pass this to get caught up with what the courts are saying. The courts are saying this is already legal for spiritual purposes and there's no reason to be putting somebody in a prison cell because they don't know about the spiritual aspects. Now, the fact is, mm-hmm. if you take DMT, you're going to find out probably real fast what the spiritual aspects of
2: it are. Uh, like it or not, yeah. if you're a little bit broken, you might mm-hmm. find yourself like Cantwell going, I want this to stop. I want this to stop. I want this to stop. Were, were you there If, if you're in the KKK, you don't want to take, take any DMT. DMT. Yeah. It's a Bad plan.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So that's what I tried to tell them. I told them that last year during the psilocybin bill, and they didn't listen. They still uh, marked the bill as what they call inexpedient to legislate. Uh, But, you know, you got to keep hammering at this stuff. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, we don't control the state yet. We're just getting closer and closer every day. <laughs> yeah, I think I thought there were some friendly voices though on the uh, the panel on the the committee today. Some of the younger Democratic reps actually seem to be on board. Yeah, uh, with this, it didn't seem that bad at all to me. I mean, it seemed like it was mostly favorable. Yeah, and the only person who spoke against it was the state cop. Which, uh, they, they brought the state prohibition guy in. They've
1: and, spoken against other bills that passed. Um, so sure. I can't remember which ones, but yeah. but it doesn't. It's not what I'm trying to say. Is it's not guarantee they most people tend to how do i say this uh f- uh look favorably at unfortunately law enforcement Yeah, and they do. so it is definitely uh all
0: he has to do is come in there and say yep. oh it could cause someone to have a car accident and then and then he swayed half the uh the committee with just yeah, that one statement unfortunately even though the dude admitted he didn't know what DMT really was he had basically admitted when he was asked by a state rep he admitted that. that that they didn't have well, he said he didn't know the difference between, like, ayahuasca or smoked DMT. I mean, like, these are c- critical key differences between how people tend to uh, to dose. He knew nothing, really, about the drug. Yeah. That Somebody in the state police just said, you need to go oppose this. And so he went and he yeah. just gave their usual standard line of drugs bad, okay? And then that was – said I that know, he took questions. I know there was something he wasn't able to answer, too. Um, oh, there was a couple questions yeah, he couldn't yeah. answer. He, he could not answer – there was a younger uh, rep who asked him the question of – Essentially, how often are you guys coming across this? It's like, well, I don't really have any numbers. Uh, We don't really see it that often, and it sounded like
1: almost never. Like they almost never encountered it.
0: Well, if there was times, he would have been able to say it, right? But he couldn't. And then uh, another question was, okay, well, you mentioned car accidents. How often are you coming across people in car accidents who are doing any psychedelics? Mm. And he said, well, I'll have to get you that information. I don't have it at hand.
2: How many people are actually capable of operating Mm -hmm. a motor vehicle even badly on DMT? Because... I, for one, I don't move. You're not getting off the couch. No, yeah. I'm staying right the hell yeah. where I am well, until the ride has come to a complete stop. To that <laughs> end, the guy who runs the church, uh,
0: the uh, the DMT or the ayahuasca church, they're doing these ceremonies on a regular basis, right? They'll have two dozen people at the church, and they'll have a shaman, and they'll have assistants, hmm. they'll have people there. And he, he was talking about the different roles. One of the state reps asked him about, well, what are the roles— that people take on with the church to help with the ceremony and you talked about the shaman and you talked about just people there to help like clean out the barf buckets mm-hmm. basically so like there's a whole yeah. range of uh, of tasks and the reason for that Chris, is...
2: sounds like they need cleaner DMT <laughs> no no no, no, no. <laughs> ayahuasca is known Oh, ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah that's that's you're going to puke if you do ayahuasca or peyote that's it what i've heard is it's it's almost it a guarantee
0: is. Uh so 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 he was talking about the the different types of people mm-hmm. and he also mentioned people that help people to the bathroom during their trip. It's like if you mm-hmm. need to help somebody get to the bathroom, there's no way that person's going to get out to their car, find their keys, get behind the <laughs> wheel, start the you know, start all these things. You can't even make it to the bathroom without having somebody hold your I, hand. I don't
2: know. D- drunken people are 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 magic though mm-hmm. i mean i've seen people who couldn't walk but somehow they drove i don't know how they did that yeah. uh, i mean it's a bad plan i'm not saying i saying i approve but so, there are some drugs that just it, it's like crack you can smoke some crack jump out the third story window and go run away from mm-hmm. somebody you know, um <laughs>
1: one one of the things i, I wonder about is whether or not, like when they pull these statistics out, right? Like, uh, was it DWI as opposed to DUI, right? So okay. alcohol versus drugs. But I have to wonder if a, if those statistics are sort of being manipulated in that when they make arrests, they're not necessarily people who were driving; they were simply in their vehicle who were, you know, getting high on something, right? And then it somehow there's ends could, up some of those, in that yeah. statistic, and they're using that to make people think that there's some sort of danger when there's could not. be at least
0: um, in this case he didn't have any statistics he to he which is
1: interesting so. um, which hmm. probably suggests that it was favorable to you know yeah. legalization
0: yeah, I mean, it probably doesn't happen that often, and it probably almost never happens with uh, with ayahuasca. I mean, the odds that somebody's going to go drive their car when they can't even get to the bathroom without having somebody literally show them where it is and, like, <laughs> hold their hand uh, the whole time is absolutely absurd.
2: So, anyway. Yeah, I mean, DMT can be, like, big dogs landing on my face, just... <laughs> I mean you're you're definitely pretty well detached from reality or you're doing it wrong.
0: We had uh we had a military veteran testify on this bill. We had multiple ministers uh, testify on this bill and it was i would say a little better attended as far as testimony than the and the, the psilocybin bill was last year which was just a decrim bill so kudos to uh to state rep santa nastasso for putting this one forward this is the kind of legislation we need to see more liberty reps putting forward here in new hampshire uh we need to see more principled proposals like no, no no, no we don't need to decrim it we just need to end prohibition and that's what this bill would do so good for him
2: it would be interesting to see if there are people on the left and the right who if there was a way to cooperate with people on the left and the right who want to see this kind of thing happen. I think that's what's happening right now. I mean, you've got a
0: situation now where neither party really has control over the state house. Mm. It's basically a dead heat in yeah. in New Hampshire statehouse right now,
2: which is good for us because we're a swing block. So, right. You yeah. Know, yeah. Right. If you've got a 50 50 house and you're a block, that's a good thing. Right. Yeah. You can it, work it, with whoever you want. It's kind of funny.
1: You know, it's like I, 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 I often have been saying in probably the last year or so uh, it's we don't control the state yet. Right. Um, that's right. But. You know, we do have influence, and it's certainly it's certainly been sort of decimated. You know, in what it by comparison to what it was, right? What has been decimated? Uh, You know, just the um, you know, the
0: two party system. I guess. Oh, okay. In New Hampshire. Yeah, Yeah. there. I wouldn't call call it decimated. That would be one
2: tenth of what it was. Yeah, there uh, would only be two tenths of 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 one party if the two parties (laughs) were
0: decimated. It's been
1: it's been curtailed. What's
0: happened is the libertarians have become a real threat to the status quo. And there's a there's a theory. I don't know if there's any way to verify this theory. There's a theory that there's more libertarian activists than there are Republicans
2: and Democrat activists. Oh, for sure out in the state these mm. days.
0: I don't know if it's true, but
2: well, it's when a good theory. when we started, they said that the Democrats and Republicans each had about a thousand uh, okay. activists. And so once we have 20,000 people moved, mm-hmm. we'll have 10 times what they have. Assuming all of those 20,000 are doing uh, some kind of activism, which, which may or may not be the case. Nah, they're
0: definitely not. We but, only have a few thousand movers, I think, at this point.
1: But, but that, it's still more than... We still have a disproportionate relative to our numbers, yes. uh, yeah. number of activists. That's true. And that's what matters. And that's yeah. what's going to make the difference. Yep.
0: Uh, yeah. Activists like uh, Representative Jason Gerhard, who is a oh, first-time... Yeah. Great activist. He's got a lot of energy i hope he doesn't burn out uh he he spent 12 years in prison I, i'm gonna say if he was gonna burn out i i think i think it would have probably happened done already. that in prison yeah <laughs> Well, he got out of prison and he hit the ground running and just jumped right into activism. He was out at the state house or sorry, he was out at the governor's house when we were doing protests out front of the governor's house like while he's on Ooh, probation, yeah. he's out there yeah. uh, doing all kinds of activism. He's a really uh, go-getter guy and he got himself elected. He went door to door as I understand it in the town in which he lives and that's that's what it takes. If you want to get elected in New Hampshire, yeah. if you want to go door to door, your odds of, being, of getting elected shoot up. Uh, And he got elected first time. He had never run for office before. He is now a state representative. And the bill, one of the bills, he had multiple bills that were heard today. One of them was an act that would restore firearm ownership to ex-felons in New Hampshire with the exception of violent felons. So with the exception of them, it would do that. It probably wouldn't affect people like you and I, nobody, because we've got federal uh, felonies on our rap sheet but uh
2: wasn't yeah that's that's a little weird and complex i don't know how that um how exactly that plays out because some people uh in some states seem to get away with carrying firearms um, while well, having state felonies that their states aren't worried about hmm. for, so, but what about the feds? whatever reason? See, that's the thing I, I is I don't I, know if I haven't had a chance to ask any of okay. these people if you ever run into. I a think fed. this right. was
1: explained in the uh, hearing actually, as and and I don't fully understand it, but it's something along the lines of the federal law is dependent on what the state law says and mm. thus uh it, that's why they can i think that's the answer to the question nobody and that's why in some states it's not a problem whereas in other states it is and right now in new hampshire it's a problem so but that wouldn't affect federal felons hmm. right that only it, affects i think state felons. it would because it's oh. i'm not sure this is what i'm not sure about it was hard to follow yeah. i remember what yeah. you're talking about yeah
2: one more law that we should try and get in, if we can, either this session or next session, have to be next session, is I uh, start a uh, get get the state of New Hampshire to start issuing a money transmitter language mm-hmm. uh, license for one dollar. No questions asked. That's not a bad one. Yeah. Um, Because having the state license gets you off the federal hook.
0: Wait, does it? Yes. No, you still have to have both
2: as I understand it. Oh, my my understanding is you only needed the federal if your state didn't offer one.
0: I would consult with an attorney about that particular viewpoint. That is not my and, understanding And just it. remember, even if you're compliant with the law, that doesn't mean the federal government won't come after you. But, but that mm. would help in the case of the guy who they went after in Texas, who is now in federal prison, mm-hmm. uh, who they threatened him. And they said, well, yeah, we know you got the FinCEN permission slip, because he did. And then he went to the Texas Department of Banking and he said, what do I need to get? I want to sell Bitcoin. They said, nothing. Have at it like they do here in New Hampshire. It's like yeah. We don't regulate that. Mm-hmm. And so he said, all right, well, I got the federal permission slip. Texas says they don't have a permission slip. So there he goes. He starts selling Bitcoin. Then the feds come in and they arrest him and they say, we're going to charge you with money transmitter without a license because you didn't get the state permission slip. He says, well, there isn't a state permission slip. And they said, well, we're charging you anyway. And then we're going to charge your wife, too. Unless you take the plea deal, so he says. Well, I don't want my wife to get charged, so I'll take the plea deal. Now he's in prison prison for, uh, I think the next two months. Yeah, I mean this is the. Oh, she's still I, I think oh, this just demonstrates months? how he went in earlier in twenty twenty two. Ethical these
1: you know uh, prosecutors oh, yeah. and these feds are. Um, they have no problem. They don't, don't care
2: about the law. No, anymore not more all. Than they you all. don't. They do. nope. just want
0: to put bitcoin people behind bars does quote unquote send a message so the final uh, bill so this bill to uh make it so felons can have guns in new hampshire would be absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. uh you know even if it still leaves some question marks with the federal government to make it legal at the new hampshire mm-hmm. level certainly would help and it, it would certainly help well, when we secede that
2: well. that would help in having that at the state law at the state level would probably give us a great reason to reach out to all the felons in New Hampshire and Mm. say hey how'd you like to be able to keep and bear again Yep. all you gotta do is secede we did it on the state level yeah that's a great point and there's more felons now than there ever has been Uh,
0: the final bill that I was sitting there for today was how do I
2: love thee let me count the felonies uh,
0: was to end the prohibition on the possession or sale of blackjack slung shots and metallic like knuckles so brass knuckles are actually illegal to sell in new hampshire uh, as well mm-hmm. as these other things and this would wipe out those prohibitions you would then be able to possess and or sell those things which is right in line i with-
2: finally found out what the hell a slung shot is. i had to look it up yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, did you find the same thing as me the monkey claw the monkey fist knot yeah so it's basically a ball tied up in a piece of rope that's what it looked oh, like okay. yeah. yeah i'd never seen one before I've never seen one Seen one either. Apparently, they were very popular with uh, sailors back in the mm-hmm. day when they wanted to uh, go out and enjoy a prostitute without being enjoyed by your boyfriend. Um- oh, my. <laughs> uh,
0: these are uh, weapons that were popular around like the 1900 turn of that century, essentially. This is how far back these weapons go. Essentially, this is just an old law that doesn't need to be on the books, especially considering New Hampshire has legalized knives of all shapes and sizes yeah. that happened a decade ago in new hampshire and so just this don't one, cross the border into mass <laughs> this one seems to be pretty clear like the the state police signed the paper to say they were against it but they didn't testify in this particular case Nice, uh, but they are still against it because they're against any kind of increase in freedom mm. here in new
2: hampshire and if you want to join or the decrease fun, in overtime
0: you want to join the fun here yeah. you can uh, just check out the free state project they've got uh, great resources you can learn about the migration of libertarian activists here to new hampshire and you can help make build like this uh, a reality make them pass and make the place more free the more people that we can get here we'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime freetalklive.com the free state project has reached its goal of twenty thousand liberty lovers who've pledged to move to new hampshire and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime perhaps you're trying to figure out what part of new hampshire should be your destination if so consider keen You'll find more than 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeen.com. Keene is famous for its historic, publicity generating activism, as well as being the liberty media capital of the world. It's home to freekeen.com, New Hampshire's destination for liberty activism, news, and opinion. For years, we've been compiling over 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeen.com, where you'll learn about some of what's happening here and what makes Keene a great place to live. If you love liberty, you'll probably enjoy anywhere you end up in the Shire. But do your due diligence first. Please visit move.freekeen.com for the full list of over 150 reasons to move to Keen. That's move.freekeen.com.